Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. This week's Sunday session is brought to you by homebrewing source of awesomeness online. More beer at morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? (laughs) I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. <laughs> Mrs. Buff, if you want, I can mail you the bub timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> no, I have not had it in the can. <laughs> Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session. It's a Sunday session. What? I love Sunday <laughs> sessions. Why do we ever do Monday shows? What uh, a, uh, oh, I like the Mondays better. Uh, old school. Is that? Sunday's good. Sunday's uh, better. It's oh, uh, Monday's great. You guys no. are idiots. You guys on the Sunday team are stupid. I'd be at Russian River right now drinking exactly. Pig if it was uh, you'd be Monday out doing show. something fun. Yeah. Nah, right. I got a work problem on Monday. There's a work thing in the way out. Quit your job. Yeah. You know, that's a good idea. All I needed was an excuse. It's a waste down. of time. Working is anyway. You don't need that I'm, job. I'm sure, I'm sure that uh, he can double your salary here. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll, uh, two times zero is we're great. Yeah, you're doing good. I'll up your retirement plan, and uh, shit, I'll even double your health care. You're the best ever. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, in that matching plan for yep. this, yep. this retirement, <laughs> I'll match. I'll tell you what. I'll give you everything that I put into my own retirement account. How about that? <laughs> Every, dollar you for got a dollar. deal. Hey, Justin. I think I just yeah. wrote my own deal, does bro. He, does he know that he doesn't get any any money? No, he's a smart kid. He's no. a smart brewer, but a dumb kid. I won't ruin it for him. Thank cool you. Cool deal, man. Yeah. yeah. You did good. All right. We're back on a Sunday. It's good to be in the studio. Uh, in the news this week, we got called racist once again. Isn't that weird? <laughs> really? Why'd we do that? I guess we're racist no. because Why is looking at me? Uh, we failed to announce the uh, homebrewer of the year winner. Annie Johnson. Annie Johnson, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you didn't win, announce the winner of Category 7 either. I didn't. You're right. <laughs> uh, that could have been somebody else. Didn't that make us sexist? I, well, she's also black. So, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, apparently, we're, we're, we're not sexist. We're, it's just further proof that we're racist. <laughs> Can't we just be stupid? 
Yes, we can. Yeah. yeah. Or, no, or incomplete. Whatever yes. happened to just being stupid? We don't do that good a job of covering the news. So, <laughs> really. Well, I guess maybe because we interviewed the Ninkasi winner. Uh, but We're saving uh, something for this week. Right. I don't know. Uh, I will. Uh, is it okay that I, I was one of the guys standing uh, on my chair and cheering for Annie that yeah, she won? Right. On your chair? It seems like overcompensation. <laughs> I'm like, yeah! yeah. Yeah, a lot of guilt, a lot of white guilt. Yeah, that's thinking. my white guilt. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, isn't that a weird accusation uh, that we are racist Very because racist. we didn't uh, mention uh, well, anyway. never We never interview the best of show winner at the conference. Yeah, we never have. I don't oh. think we have anyway. And I, I mean, don't really maybe ever... if it was a white male, we did. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, only that. <laughs> I don't really ever recall you bringing one up. Yeah, me neither. One what? Yeah, what do you mean, one? Yeah, what do you mean by that? One Between... of those people? You shouldn't encourage me. <laughs> Between Club of the Year and Ninkazi, the Best of Show winner takes a backseat at that event sometimes, unfortunately. If this is a historic one, though, it's a pretty big deal. What do you, well, mean, by... What do you mean by backseat? <laughs> What, what is going on? Damn, dude. No, no, you're thinking, Thanks, you're Moscow. Thinking <laughs> well, regardless of the uh, accusation of being racist, uh, Annie is a badass. It's the uh, the first woman ever to uh, win Homebrew of the no, Year I think it's... in history, right? No. Yep. No, no, just no. the first in years. Like the 80s. Really? The 80s. Ah, so there was one at another time. That was a long time ago. Before See, you were racist. I can't even get the born. facts straight. Oops. She probably I wasn't she black, was, though. I thought she was the first. With a light lager. No, there was somebody in 82. Hmm. I'm not sure those facts are correct. Well, I congratulated her for being the first woman. That I should have congratulated for just being the first black. woman that we remember. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. I should have been like, yeah, thanks, I, I guess. Mis- I miscongratulated her. Oh, well. When I see her, I'll apologize. Weird things that we get accused. I mean, when we're being racist, by all means, call us racist. But yeah. when we're not, no, that's please. ridiculous. Just don't call us stupid. Who called us racist? <laughs> I don't know. People, It happens. I'm waiting for the Ale Street News, uh, I think it's Ale Street News, oh. article to come out on Club of the Year. Did I tell you guys about that guy? He came and yeah. interviewed me at Club Night. Well, oh. I, got, I got word today. You found he, out who it is this he, time. He also interviewed some other people uh, about the, you know, there's a new club award called the the Radagast Club Award that we announced this year, uh, the, the AHA uh, um governing committee did and that award is designed actually has nothing to do with with brewing beer per se it's designed to uh reward clubs for their extracurricular activities things they do for the community uh support of nonprofits, and yeah. you know outreach. Basically, like outreach it's an outreach award and uh some folks were interviewed about whether or not that was an anti-brewing network award like creating uh, essentially another award don't push this we might go for that <laughs> How difficult would it be for us to win the Radagast Award? Come on. What is that, like the Spirit Award? Give me like two seconds. We'll win that thing. Yeah. Uh, Your cancer? We'll do it. I'm waiting for this article to come out. This could be the first. I'm a little excited about it because it could be the first wildly skewed um, and and completely unfactual article ever Mm. written about us, which means... We've kind of made it. We've made it, right? (laughs) You know? Bordering on slanderous. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I could use a little slander in my life. I hope he emphasizes the size of my penis. Mm. You know, I want How some, would he know? want some slander. Well, I didn't tell you the rest of the interview, did I? <laughs> I, just said it, I just said it got difficult. It was a full interview. <laughs> uh, weird things happen when you're on top. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what it is. Hey, so real quick, the, uh, the woman that won last before Annie was 1983. I can't oh. find her name for some reason. Raise your hand in this room if you were born... Um, um, after 1983. I was in 83. I was born in 83. <laughs> it's two, Doc. It's two, to, two people to make us feel old. I had a college degree by then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was already dealing by then. <laughs> I was still single digits. 
Great show planned for you today. We got our good friend Roger Davis from the brand new Faction Brewing in the studio hanging out with us today. So we're going to talk beer with Roger. We'll also find out uh, more about the trials and tribulations of opening a brewery. And uh, Roger certainly had his fair share, so we'll we'll learn a little bit about, about that. Plus, the new brewery opening in Alameda and the beer he plans to bring us. You might remember Roger from uh, places like uh, Drake's and, and Triple Rock, Triple Rock, Triple Rock. <laughs> and Studio uh, B, and that one video, and that one night where he showed his ass a lot. There was that one night. Um, and then um, you also might remember him from several Great American Beer Festival awards for his beer and uh, countless other uh, awards. So hang in there for Roger. We'll be doing that. Plus, we're announcing our third Brewcaster Challenge tonight. Last week, Tasty dominated Nathan. <laughs> no. Can I have a recount? <laughs> I edged him You out. guys have no palate. <laughs> Come on. Let's <laughs> do a do-over. We need to get more voters in here, I think, for the next round. You know, this, yeah, yeah, this winning yeah. by one vote thing I, is I getting... did question the caliber of the judges. <laughs> I think we just pull out some of the Martians from out on the street. And just have them judge? <laughs> yeah. Nate might have won then. Maybe. You know? Because oh, I, I gave him Steel Reserve, and they judged that. <laughs> uh, I think I would have put an orange twist on the on the glass, and I think they would have gone for mine. That's why Nate would have won with that sweet piece of shit that he brewed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. Ouch. Thanks, man. man. He's like bragging about how he picked hey, it. I, I saw it. Nathan post his recipe over on Beersmith, and he was like, hey, if you could just get it to attenuate properly, this is a great beer Yeah, exactly. Do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably true. It is a great recipe. So... Anyway, we got our latest challenge. Hang in there. We'll announce our two contestants plus their beer style a little bit later on today. We got a, a master BJCP judge coming on the program to talk to us about the beer style as well. So the education in the Brewcaster Challenge continues today. All right, a few announcements for you. The Pleasant Hill Blues and Brews Festival is coming up on July 27th, and the Brewing Network is going to be there. We're setting up a booth. We'll be hanging out uh, listening to blues and drinking brews. It's the fourth annual uh, Pleasant Hill Blues and Brews Fest right here in California. It's our neighboring city. It's it's in the right direction because there, it goes like it goes Walnut Creek, nice. Pleasant Hill, pretty nice. Martinez, kind of shit. Then you get over the bridge into Vallejo, total shit, and it just goes that way. So Pleasant Hill's like right on the border of nice. You skipped right over Concord. I did skip. Well, well Concord's a little off to the yeah, side. It's off, oh. off to the right. Yeah, Concord yeah. is. You're Concord in be- has its own problem. Yeah, you're in between. No one's going to say nice, but no one's really going to say shit either. You're some sort of enigma over there in Concord. Last night we had a, a police helicopter circling our neighborhood looking for a, a lost old lady. Again? Yeah. That happens gonna, like every other week over yeah, there, Yeah, I know. It's it? real weird. I was They're like, oh. find her with a helicopter? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, what? The cops have large no shoes. more money. Jumping fences. Yeah. That's no, all the money I, they have. I, I just, say just turn the police dogs loose. They'll find her. They have too much money. <laughs> Send the helicopter out. Did they ever find the old broad? I have no idea. That's racist. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're going to be at the festival. It's Saturday, July 27th from 12 to 6 at Pleasant Hill Park. There are VIP packages available where specialty beers will be poured. Advance pur- purchase only for that. Uh, general admission, it's only 35 bucks in advance or, th- or 45 at the door. Uh, there's music included uh, featuring the Candy Cane Band and the Chris Kane Band and more. Go to bluesandbrewsfestival.com to purchase tickets for uh, and for all the details. And come see us out there. We're going to be having a good time. Uh, all right, Firestone Pint Night is at our very own Creek Monkey Tap House here in Martinez. There's only two reasons to come to Martinez, and one of them is the Creek Monkey Tap House. The other one's illegal. Uh, but on uh, Tuesday, 723, it's Firestone Pint Night at the Creek Monkey Tap House. Go check it out. 
Dr. Homebrew Show is in iTunes. We posted a new show uh, just last week. How's that going for you, JP? That's pretty good, man. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Having a really good time. Uh, got a lot of beers. We have, uh, we're have we booking into October now. Great. Yeah. All right. Check it out on iTunes by searching uh, Dr. Homebrew, the Brewing Network, or just punch in the XML feed. It's thebrewingnetwork.com slash drhomebrew.xml. How's you can support the Brewing Network by uh, signing up, uh, by doing your shopping over at Amazon. Just click the Amazon link on our homepage, do your shopping as usual, and it helps us out a bunch. We appreciate all of those that have been doing that iPhone and Android apps are available, so you can listen on the go. Just search BN Mobile in your favorite store. Um, is our is our webcam working? No. What is that noise I'm hearing in my... Is that... Oh, it's Bevo. Uh, <laughs> as usual. Her mic's off. No, it's not. I'm not doing anything. Well, maybe that's See, listen, listen. No Bevo? It's a Bevo. Vi- vibrator sound. No Bevo? Does she have the fan on in there? Bevo. No. You have your vibrator on in there? No, it's that... The butterfly? You got the butterfly it's on? It's this really excellent computer you've given me to work with. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, it's, it's like the, the fan or something. Fans okay, like I'll turn it off. All right, thank you. Um, where was I? Oh, is the JTV. webcam working? No. JTV no. is not Jerk. working right now. It's not connecting. I have tried all of the things I know how to do, mm-hmm. and I contacted our IT support, Yeah, and he's working his fourth job tonight and doesn't have time to help me. Mm. No, sad. actually, he just said, uh, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> So good support. That's yeah. our answer. I That's don't our know. answer. Is I don't know. I mean, he gave me something to try. It didn't work, and he's like, I I don't know. All right, I'm I'll surprised. work on it at the break. Fucking idiots. And uh, maybe we'll get you Justin.tv slash Brewing Network, and then you can watch uh, Roger Davis uh, show his ass later on in the program. That'd be good news. And uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, subscribe and join the BN Army just by clicking the uh, donate now button on the homepage. Uh, recurring donors are entered into the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway. And uh, that gives you a chance to win one hundred dollars to uh, to more beer. So plus you get to support us. I think we sent out stickers to a person randomly just this week, just because he he was a supporter of the BN. So you never know what you're going to get when you become a recurring donor in the BN Army. You too might get stickers. Yeah, <laughs> real expensive stickers. stickers. <laughs> all right, <laughs> sign up for all this and more on Twitter and Facebook. Send show ideas over to Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. And uh, send feedback over to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Do we have a Twitter game today? Yes, we do. Twitter game's brought to you today by the Brewmeister. Go check out the Brewmeister in Folsom or online at shopbrewmeister.com. Use coupon code BNARMY for 10% off your first order. Do it. What do we have? Uh, well, Justin, you've been uh, talking a lot about uh, investment lately. Oh. I feel like, I uh, well, you know, you painted the, the, uh, the bus and ah. the trailer, and that's kind of a little investment thing. So, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to lead into this really funny joke. Got it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I wonder, what would you buy if you had a lot of money? I thought maybe a racehorse, and you would get to name it. So, Justin buys a racehorse. Uh, what would you name it? Okay. Name my racehorse. That's your Twitter game today. Brought to you by the Brewmeister. Tweet it in. We'll pick one at the end of the show, and fuck it. Maybe I'll go buy a racehorse. I think you should. We can keep it out on Doc's land. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah. When will we eat it? <laughs> yeah, didn't the last horse on your land die? Yeah, it got buried. <laughs> Did it get buried on your land? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you turn it into and glue? I, and I, oh, she can't. She had the lady that board, was boarding it there. She asked if I could if she could bury it out there. Yeah. And that's when I found out that it wouldn't be the only horse buried out there. Oh, wait, she's like, can I bury it out there next to the other eight? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Is there a tombstone or a marked grave or anything? There's a, there's a mound of dirt. <laughs> I know it's there. Because they couldn't get it all the way underground? Well, That's a big hole you got to dig for a yeah, horse. Yeah, they got the old backhoe in there and then dragged it over. 
You could have chopped it up for her and, you know, make it fit in the hole better. Yeah. I think she probably would like, you know, I can make that smaller for you. Yeah. Well, the chainsaw probably wouldn't have been a nice touch in front of her. <laughs> How long does a horse live? That one lived to be 28, I think. Wow. That's oh, no, 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 38. It was, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was like 20, it was 28 when I moved in. It was like 38. That was, it was an old horse. I like how we said it got buried, like, uh, like oh, it fell down, or like, it just happened. No, it got, it got buried. I don't know. It just, that's what happened. It was there one day, it was under a mound the next. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, right. I, had to, I had to look at it under the, it was laying on a blanket, under a blanket for like 24 hours. Uh, and I, I knew she was going to have to put him down. Yeah. Was he getting all bloated? Well, no, he, he, would, he would lay down, he wouldn't, couldn't be, get back up again. Yeah. And she was going to have to put him down, and Okay. Uh-huh. And that's when she asked about burying him over there, and and then revealed, and the, yeah, well, yeah, and then the the I guess the vet come out, and I come home at lunch, and I go, oh, I guess the vet was here, yeah. Uh, <laughs> then then I, then I came home at dinner, and the vet is still under the blanket, oh, and under the blanket when I left the next day, and <laughs> and, fi- and finally it was it was not there anymore. <laughs> they got buried. There was just a backhoe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Okay. So name my racehorse. That's your Twitter game. Yeah. All Sorry. right. I feel like I let you down. Oh, I like it, actually. Uh, well, let's see if we get some funny names. If if we don't, then it's all your fault. Shit. Clearly. Right? Always. All right, how about some beer news? Should we do that? I love it. Go, baby. Got any? Do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network's beer news, brought to you by Belgian Beer Me and Bamberg Beer Me Beer Tours. Well, today's top story... San Francisco Giants starting pitcher Tim Lincecum threw a no-hitter last night. That is our top story. Really? If you ever found a reason to drink a beer, that's it. Oh, I thought he was drinking a certain beer at the time or something. No, but I stayed up till 3 a.m. to watch it. Oh, yeah. Boring. 13 Ks, 148 pitches. All right, no, seriously. Uh, A Swedish nonprofit and an artist collective have joined forces to launch a campaign called Crip is Hip complete with a cerebral palsy beer in a bid to uh, change attitudes toward disabled people. That's racist. (laughs) Anders Westgird, who's a spokesman for the Gothenburg Cooperative for Independent Living, said, Crip comes from the English word cripple, and we're arguing that Crip is hip. It is hip to be a cripple. I thought Crip came from the LBC, and they were the adversary of the bloods. Same thing. It's still still hip to be a crip. (laughs) Right. Uh, Nothing. The, the, the co-op and uh, the uh, the artist collective is called the Culture Collective Utopia. You can't make this stuff up. Those two, they're hoping the campaign will uh, challenge attitudes in society, arguing that those whose bodies work differently are forced into the fringes of society. Anyway, as part of the push, Crip is Hip, is, uh, they've designed a beer. They're calling it CP Beer, which is an acronym for Cerebral Palsy. The beer was officially launched last week. I couldn't really find much info on it. It's a Belgian, but that's all I, that's all I found. I'm it, looking at the label. <laughs> what do you think's on the label? <laughs> It's got a, like a little girl in a, in a wheelchair on it. It looks like something that we would have designed on Grog Tag, doesn't it? <laughs> it yeah. does sort of like, look like that. The super uh, stereotypical, like, like 90 degree wrist from arm ratio yes. up against the chest. Yes. I'm not sure it's helping yeah. to make her look hip. No. Uh, it looks like something from South Park. Yeah. The, the like, label's like Jimmy. He, here's, some, here's some words from the label. Quote, this beer is adapted for those of you with a disability designed to reach parts of the brain which aren't otherwise activated. Wait, not, I want that. <laughs> Get, get, get yourself a wheelchair. I mean, carry on, but I want to know what the active ingredient is that reaches parts of the brain that aren't normally functional. Stem cells. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Not for those of you who consume the beer, but among those whose prejudices complicate a simple visit to the pub, end quote. Oh, that's Th- us. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 
Last year, the uh, this same co-op, they, they made headlines with another campaign uh, when they launched a doll billed as a, quote, real retard doll <laughs> in local shops. So this is a, a little bit of an extremist organization, but they've made a beer. I want the real retard doll. Let's, can we please order one for the studio? Real. I gotta see what this thing looks like. You gotta see you're full of them already. Uh, right. <laughs> but we need a doll that we can poke at. Yeah. Right. Rita yeah. the retard. <laughs> right. I don't know that this is a fantastic idea. It's and not a fantastic idea. Should we be encouraging people with cerebral pro- no. palsy to drink a lot of beer? I don't know. I'm not sure about the medical uh, aspects of, of how alcohol affects. It's not for them. Uh, it's for you. People like you, man. What is it going to do for me? It's going to open I'm your eyes, gonna, man. <laughs> to laugh at the label like a cerebral jerk. Cerebral palsy is... T- I think we should we should do something like that in the States. Call it like, it's cool to drool. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're Almost better like, at this you than know? they are. I think that'd be great. better than the real retard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, doesn't it seem less offensive in some ways? I don't cool know. to drill, man. JP, now you cross the line. There's uh, racism. Now it's just insensitive to yeah. See, but differently abled people. people. With needs. Look, these people get it. We should have them on the show. What do you mean, these people? I don't know. Do you guys feel like that we need to change attitudes toward disabled people? I feel like Probably. we fall all over ourselves to, to make nice. Yeah, well, we have a for them. Yeah, the ba- bathrooms, parking spaces. They cut in line at Disneyland. There are definitely laws and regulations that, that help do that. But yeah. just listen to this program and tell me that we fall all over ourselves to, to actually understand the needs of... Uh, of of disabled folks. I think that's we retarded. understand. <laughs> you know, we just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. All right. There's a beer for everything now, so why not this? Why I not? guess. <laughs> I I do like their edginess with Crip is hip and the real retard or whatever. It's great. There should be a show. The real retards of Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> it's based on the Brewing Network Sunday session. They just put cameras in here. Maybe the, the Crip is hip uh, beer people can pair with the Iron Maiden beer people and make a beer called Roll for the Hills or something like that. <laughs> no, a reality the show. Yeah. I'd like to see the Crip is hip people uh, pair up with the Crips and see what they could do to uh, <laughs> raise money down in Long Beach. Sawed off shotguns and wheelchairs. <laughs> Now that's entertainment. You want to raise awareness, give a person with a wheelchair a shotgun. (laughs) Sure to make the news. But put the brakes on before you pull the trigger. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move on before we get in trouble. Craft brewers across America were frustrated this week after hundreds were shut out from GABF. The uh, festival's 600 exhibitor spots were sold out in under two hours, an unprecedented scenario. It uh, took many, uh, including the fest organizers, by surprise. There were there were over 300 breweries that were unable to snag a booth. That's uh, racist. I can't believe it. All right. It's a lot of people excluded from... That's not fair at all. No, you can't exclude people from anything these days, well, or else... I hope none fair. of those brewers are crippled. Or well, black. You know, Anheuser-Busch right. seems to have like that triple booth. They could cut it down. Sure. They could, but why should they? And cash cash. Well, talks. they pay a lot of yeah. money for that spot. And, uh, Roger did uh, faction helps try to sign up for... No. G- didn't, even <laughs> say, saying no. didn't even try to this year. Not going to be ready. So we'll find out about that. Too much stress, he says. <clears throat> yeah, well, he's right. It was a really stressful process to uh, to attempt that the the website almost got it, like it crashed. There were just so many people on there at once trying to sign up. This it's, sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's the BA way. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. the beer fest way right now. Yeah, the NorCal Homebrew Festival had the same problem this morning. Sold out in ninety two minutes, and the website crashed. Remember, like five years ago, the brewing industry. Oh, it's everything. Everyone's relaxed. It's all laid back. You can take your time. Oh, no problem. Yeah. That's over. That's what I forgot to do this morning. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. Well, me too, Doc. We don't have tickets to NorCal. Nope. I went on late to try to get us some, and they were long gone. Well, I had it on my calendar to do it. Me too. If I got called into the office yeah. and had to deal with that site was all, and I just totally forgot. That site was yeah. all Chris Ash for a while, too. Did you get <laughs> yeah. tickets, Nate? No. Same Tasty? problem. Tasty got some tickets. Yeah, Tasty got I, in. I got to try to circumvent the system now to get to go. I don't know. We might have to become a sponsor. Or we tell Paxton <laughs> at his dinner. Oh, yeah, do it the AB way. No, Paxton's not uh, doing his dinner this year either, so... Yeah, so nobody's lo- going. Our loopholes are closing. Uh, but this is the... The point is that this jump, is the jump. nature of Beer Fest right now, and... Uh, uh, everything is selling out in minutes. Websites are crashing. It's impossible to uh, do anything. Yeah, shelf space, tap handle space, it's all part of the same issue. And it's a good issue to have. But, I mean, there are now, as of as of May, when the BA conducted its most recent survey, 2,514 breweries in the U.S. That's a 20% jump just from 2012, when the number was 2,092. Wow. They're expecting 50,000 people at JVF this year. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. And it sucks. I mean, you used to, you, we've heard for years about people who want tickets to go to the G- GABF not getting them, but this is the first I've heard of, of breweries having trouble getting registered, too. I mean, yeah, th- over 300 breweries. I mean, that is a lot yeah. of people that were not able to get in. That 600 did, but 300 no can do. What a mess. Next story. A trade group that represents many of the world's largest beer brewers has lodged a complaint with the London Metal Exchange saying that the exchange has not done enough to alleviate supply bottlenecks in its warehouse system uh, that the trade group says has raise the price of aluminum used in beer cans. Um, U.S. beer makers and their suppliers, they buy aluminum set at the, the, the LME, the, they set the prices, right? And then there's an added fee to cover the cost of shipping. That cost surpassed $200 per metric ton last year. And the weight to secure metal uh, from LME licensed warehouses, which all the big boys buy from, there's, it's stretched to a year or more in some locations. So the Beer Institute, they wrote a letter in October last year. They want greater transparency change the rules they're basically saying you're hoarding metal yeah. and there's the prices are too high and you're artificially sp- spiking the prices and 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 we we got no metal we got no uh, aluminum to make our beer cans this is only in europe this happening this one um no i i think it's it's the cares? london metal exchange but it's affecting the u.s i mean oh then i care ab inbev and all the big boys are are wanting the LME to change their rules so that this I bottlenecking see. isn't happening. So it affects us. It's everything. Uh, uh, you know, for, it was it was glass a couple years ago. It's aluminum now. It's going to be hops again. It's going to be malt for that matter. I mean, wh- what a mess. Hasn't it been gasoline forever and ever? Yeah. So, what's, you know, it's nothing new. It's the problem with things. Because maybe we should cancel the show. Maybe we should kill the Brewing Network. We're at, we're only adding to the problem by increasing the popularity of craft beer in the world. Okay, and bye. Maybe we're shooting. Our, <laughs> I didn't even get to finish. <laughs> maybe we're shooting ourselves in the foot here. We should uh, yeah. we should join some other organization so that we help keep craft beer alive. Or we just we do a bunch of shows, not make them live, and then release one a year for hmm. the rest of our lives. Do you think we could get paid the same? now if we did that yes i know i could <laughs> well that's true uh i think we could let's look at the numbers moscow let's let's, let's see if we can pull this off why moscow uh he's the only smart one the in the room that's racist let's be honest many traders say the long waits and rising fees are a result of warehouse operators being acquired by companies that also trade commodities and then what happens is the companies pay above market rates to lure metal to their warehouses and then they can earn a profit by charging rent on the metal or or fees for delivery and uh, so the London Exchange said uh, in April 2012, it began aqu- uh, requiring more metal be released from warehouses each day. Uh, but that's not enough. They, the AB and Bev and et cetera says you got to do more. Wow. Well, good. Do more, jerks. 
Last story for this week. Uh, New York's brewery Omegang and HBO are partnering on a series of beers inspired by the drama Game of Thrones. Nice. First one, Iron Throne, a 6.5% Belgian pale ale, debuted in the spring. Uh, there's another one coming out in the fall. It's going to be called Take the Black Stout. That's that's right. Take the African American stout due out in the fall. Uh, Phil Liner, the brewer, brewmaster at Brewery Oma Gang, said, "Quote: No one enjoys their job more than I do. Producing and developing new brews to the delight of beer lovers everywhere. And uh, add to that opportunity uh, the operate, sorry, the opportunity to collaborate on a beer based on the cultural phenomenon of Game of Thrones and exploring ways to make beer truly reflect aspects from the show." The quote goes on and on, but uh, Liner is oh, uh, very excited. He's a craft brewer. He said that. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> well, I like that nobody, nobody ever, ever in the world does, uh, enjoys their job more than he does. Nobody. Nobody. That's fine. He can be proud of it. I'm more interested in how the beer actually reflects the show, uh, fa- you know, parts of the show. Is it just the name? Uh, are there, are there, ing- is there incest in the beer? Uh, I, I think I have your, I think I have your solution. Yeah. It's just like watching the show. If you drink too much of it, you'll fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Could be it. Yeah. So it's all high alcohol uh, beers. Well, this yeah. first one isn't. It's just a six and a half percent Belgian. It's a Belgian pale ale. How does? I'm I'm just curious how that's uh, reflective of the show. That's yeah. All. They don't drink any beer on the show at all. Well, it's later later in Phil's quote. Uh, he said, uh, "With a Lannister currently on the throne, it made sense to do a delicate but piercing golden blonde ale with noble hops. <laughs> Iron Throne is certainly fair in color and soft in appearance." <laughs> Yet it, yet it still possesses a complexity and bite to be on guard for. They are better at marketing than I am. I'm all for a good partnership. I think it's fine, but uh, wow, is that a stretch wow. if I ever heard one. Uh, you should have made a wine or a mead. Yeah. Let's but you know people are going to, like, super weird fans are going to be like, this is awesome. Right. And that's this, fine. Because it's if they made it's Harry okay. Potter beer, I would buy it. You would buy it. <laughs> they t- it just tastes just like episode four where <laughs> she was in the thing and they, she had a lot of trouble, but then eventually conquered her foes. I feel it. I can't wait for the midget beer because he's the best character. It'll anyway. be very small. Short stubby <laughs> bottles. Well, isn't, that, isn't that what the cripple beer is for? It might be. Uh, <laughs> <Doc>. <laughs> no, one, no one in this room has, has no. tried it. Then, I'm no, there's, right? a, there's no. a crippled oh, kid on the show. <laughs> Oh, uh, there you go. I do like Amagang beer, though, and and again, yeah. I'm not against partner, you know, marketing no. and partnership. I just I do think it's funny. The you reading the association makes it even funnier. <laughs> the long way to run to relate a beer to a show. I just want one that's about tits. I mean, that's what the show is really about, anyway. Dragons, tits, and incest. And if you put that in a beer, I'll buy it by the case. That's a good name for the beer, isn't it? Dragons, Dragons tits, and, and incest. incest. That's the news brought to you by Belgian Beer Me and Bomberg Beer Me Beer Tours. Uh, follow them on Facebook. See all the tours going on. Uh, Belgian Beer Me, BombergBeerMe.com. Lovely. Oh my God! You've got mail. All right, feedback's brought to you today by our friends over at homebrewstuff.com. Check them out, homebrewstuff.com. They're great supporters of the show. We like them. They like you. Go check them out. Uh, not a whole lot in the feedback this week. Oh No, I had to really struggle. Yeah, people yeah. were silenced by how great our feedback coverage has been. There was maybe five, and they were all like, uh, this weird thing is cool that you guys do all the time. It was just very reflective of everything we've ever done, talked about before. So, huh. All right. Well, here we go. Encompassing. Scott writes in, Guys, short and sweet, been brewing a good while, but your shows have given me access to knowledge and resources that otherwise might have been inaccessible to me. Uh, what with the loss of my vision? 
Oh, uh, I'll take the ass hattery any day for all the good you bring to my life. Didn't we get an email? For, is this the same? Is there only one blind guy on the planet? <laughs> there might be, but uh, yeah. I think this is uh, the same. Someone else. Yeah. Oh, it's a different blind guy. I think so. I wonder how many blind listeners we have. Maybe there should be a special division of the Brewing Network. Maybe this guy can have everyone hold their hands up and he can just count however many. <laughs> oh, you haven't yeah. made fun of him yet. The, is, the prejudiced people are disappointed. The prejudiced police are calling you out on this. Am I prejudiced that I want to isolate the blind people from the rest of the brewing network? That they yes. have to have their own division. If you want to f- bring them out uh, of the of the group and focus just on them, yes, that's right. that's, that's prejudice. We Absolutely. Should find out where they live and then move them to an well, island. No, 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 and then <laughs> and then have others who are part of the brewing network. Go there and perform some form of civil service for them, and then we I can see. win that award. We, oh, we could win the Radagaster. Bebo's yeah. on to something. And go to heaven. Yeah, see, I saw you looking at me like, what is she talking I was about? waiting but, for it. Yeah. You really brought it home. Thank you. I All thought right. that was a really cool email. A talk radio does a lot for uh, the visually impaired and, and the blind. Yeah. It's a it's a, a great presence in their lives. So that was cool. To, he that was probably cool doesn't even care the webcams don't work. That's right. He's like, oh, stop talking about it, jerks. Yeah. Get on to the brewing information. Well, the pressure's on, Roger. You better give out some good brute tips today because it's the only way this guy's going to learn. <laughs> Roger says he's not even sure he wants to be here anymore. Uh, all right. Uh, Jamaican writes in. <laughs> Come on. That's racist. Uh, hey, BN. I'm a new home brewer and been listening for about three months and just love the show. Hey, Justin, what about the Bevo song? Get some balls and play it already. Great job, guys, and Bevo. Keep up the good work and thank you for getting rid of Drunk of the Week um, from Jamaican. Yeah, remember uh, <laughs> Sugar Valley Brewer. Sugar Valley Brewer wrote a great Bevo song we couldn't play because I didn't want to hurt poor Bevo. It was too feeling. sensual to play on the air. But I will admit we're at work on another one that I think will be uh, that will just be better. Get some airtime with that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind it as long as it's not mean. I don't mind it. It, it had mean parts. The new one isn't yeah. going to be mean. It's it's just going to be. It's going to be objectifying. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you'll get your you'll get your Bevo song. Don't worry, Jamaican. Uh, Matt from Athens, Georgia, writes in. I feel like somebody has to say this. The trophy fire sucks. Every song sounds the same, and that song is terrible. It's like an emo hipster slammed a bunch of Vicodin. Suck it, Schumann. Give me more drinking songs. That's Matt from Athens. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. We aggroed math in Athens. Well, shoved a bunch of songs together, and that song sucks. <laughs> That's a good quote. Uh, you know the the funny thing about that is when I signed when I booked them for BNA eight, they have this new album out, and and the new album is not as rock and roll as the last album. Right. So honestly, I was a little concerned about what their song selection might be. I heard nothing, not, not a bad word from anybody in that room about the trophy fire. People all came up to me and said that they kicked ass. Even Absolutely. before they were telling me that the School of Rock kicked ass, which I thought stole the show, people said the trophy fire rocked it. So, anyway, they did. I, I was pleasantly surprised by Absolutely. that myself. I don't, they, come on, that's harsh. They don't suck. Well, the argument, too, of every song sounds the same, you can apply that to any band. Any pop, any popular music. That's true. Music's repetitive. Yeah, yeah. That's what music is. All right. Feedback's been brought to you today by homebrewstuff.com. Go check them out over at homebrewstuff.com. Thanks, JP. Yeah, I got it right. (laughs) What do I win? A A bonus. Yeah, you're going to win a hug. All right. How about this? We'll take ourselves a short break. When we come back, the great 
Roger Davis. That's right. From the new Faction Brewing, we'll learn all about the brewery opening in Alameda, plus the trials and tribulations of doing so, and we'll find out what he's got in store for us in the future. 888-401-BEER if you want to ask questions or join us in the chat room. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, more Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your home brew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read Read your way to better homebrew. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. 
When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeast, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's Super Yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is... Awesome! No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that brew builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Google Network. The session. Brewing up our next batch of radio gold. Right now. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We've got a good show planned for you and lots to do. I wanted to mention to you that uh, if you're looking for some software to help you in the brew house, go to Beersmith.com and get your free 21-day trial of Beersmith Home Brewing Software. It's a badass piece of software. I know that's where Nathan uploaded his uh, losing Saison recipe uh, this week. And I think we're going to actually have an entire Brewing Network section. I just have to... Uh, circle back around Brad on that one. But uh, Beersmith Homebrewing Software, it's the best thing out there. You can use it on a PC or a Mac. It's up to date all the time. If you have trouble, there are video tutorials on how to use it. Show me that on another piece of brewing software. Um, so, you know, any asset, uh, uh, facet of the program is uh, easily learned and explained over on the website as well as through videos. There's a whole video section to check it out. Uh, you don't have to calculate by hand. You can imagine your best beer ever. Brew with confidence uh, and keep recipes on the web or your mobile device. If you want to download the mobile app, you can search Beersmith. It's for Kindle and iPad and iPhone and Android and everything. There's a, a, a full uh, mobile version that allows you to manipulate your recipes over there and uh, do it all on Beersmith. So go check it out, beersmith.com. Uh, by the way, if you haven't figured it out, they're also just a, a fantastic supporter of the Brewing Network, and we really appreciate that very much. If you haven't figured it out, if you've never been paying attention. <laughs> All right.
right. Our good friend Roger Davis is back in the studio. Do we have the webcams working for folks yet? Yes, sir. All right. Jippy, good job. You can go over to justin.tv slash brewing network and watch all the action. Not only will you get to see Roger Davis today, but uh, rumor has it that Chad is back in the studio. This that week. is a rumor. Yeah, I think we might play Stump the Stoner a little later in the program. We'll find out what Chad's been up to and a lot of things to get to. So, Roger, formerly the artist formerly known as the brewer from Drake's Triple Rock. Am I missing anything? There's probably several others that you've been a brewer for, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, lots. Py- Pyramid and uh, uh, San Francisco Brewing Company. Oh, that's right. Pyramid, too. Uh, all right. But now uh, the owner of uh, Faction Brewing Company in Alameda, California. Owner of a, a lot heart. of equipment and uh, leasing a building. <laughs> I see. Not, not <laughs> Owner yet. of no beer at this point. <laughs> but you guys are building the brewery right now. I, we are. We've been building the brewery for going on, what, about a month and a half? Okay. So when we finally got permits. Sorry. Yeah, keep that. So you really got to stick this thing in your mouth, huh? Yeah, that's the way it works around here. If you haven't figured that out yet, Roger. <laughs> yeah, as big as black, you stick yeah. it in your mouth. Stick that big black thing right in your mouth, and we'll, we'll all get to hear what you have to say. Now, uh, I'm excited about the new brewery, and if you don't mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna go all the way back to you know at least where I first found out about this this plan of yours, which was really some time ago. Wasn't that the third hole in San Leon? <laughs> yeah, well, it might have been. <laughs> At least the current incarnation. Now, I know that Faction, as it stands now, is the most most current version. But if I remember right, when you left Drake's years ago, it was under the idea like, you know, I've been doing this for a while, and I'm ready to go out on my own and, and start a brewery then. But that was that was quite some time ago, right? Yeah, that was. Uh, I left Drake's in 2007, okay. uh, summer of. And the idea was to leave Drake's and go start my own thing with my wife, Claudia. And Claudia and I... You know, we discussed it. It was like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. Went out, bought a computer. You know, back in the day, computers were, you know, a thousand bucks. And was like, all right, this is how we're going to do our business plan. Let's get this doing. We'll, we'll, we'll get it going, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. It just, the timing wasn't right. Got it. Um, Both with, it, it was that like a funding and, and, th- and finding a building or just that motivation? Motivation also. Got <laughs> yeah, it. It was just like, well, I'm waking up on the couch. This is great. <laughs> Watch TV. I don't have to do anything. I got my wife supporting me. This is awesome. Got it. No, it was more of uh, you know, it was just a, a lot of things that just didn't come together at the right right time. Okay. But having that uh, that that inkling, we were like, all right, we'll do it. And then all of a sudden, the Triple Rock uh, job came open when Christian left, and uh, I got that job, obviously. And then uh, kind of went with that. And then about a year and a half, two years into it, it was just like, wow. I'm back in this rut where I don't want to be. I want to be opening a brewery. So right. I brought it back up with Claudia, and Claudia was like, all right, let's start working on the plan. We'll do this and that. <coughs> Excuse me. And then uh, we went out to GABF and ran into my buddy Scott, uh, who owns uh, Captain Lawrence. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was telling me about how he's upgrading to uh, new equipment, new building, the whole nine yards. And I was like, hey, what are you doing with your used equipment? Selling it. It's like, cool, man. Can right. I buy it? He's like, you want it? I'll sell it to you. Perfect. So then that was the fire under our asses that got us going. So this is a good piece of information because recently we've had uh, brewers come in and, and talk about you know shopping for stuff on uh, uh, probrewer.com and how nowadays, as soon as something comes on the market, it's gone, right? Yeah. So a little bit of inside information helped you out because it was your, you know b- before it went on the market, basically. Yeah, exactly. He could pr- probably could have gotten a lot more for the equipment at the end of the day right. by putting it on ProBrewer or like the BA forum or whatnot. But, but he uh, helped a brother out. Exactly. 
I like that. And so you, so here you are. The the business plan is now going to be in full swing. You're the owner of brewery equipment, but you don't have a building or anything. I assume. Yeah, we had to store it for uh, what seemed like forever, but uh, in reality, we took it out of uh, New York in February of last year. Okay, 2012. So did he hold on onto it for a little a little bit? And no, then it was on us. You know, we had, had to done, we, yeah. we stored it in New York for a little while, and uh, then we had it shipped out here. And it's been it was stored in um, uh, Windsor, just north of Santa Rosa. Okay, for since August of last year. Wow! And finally got uprighted three and a half weeks ago. So in this our building. is oh, in, so it's now up in the building. Yeah. So this is an expensive thing for you, obviously, before you've even opened the doors. You, you've paid for a brewery, plus you've had to pay to ship it from New York, and you're paying for it to, to sit somewhere for a sit, year. Yeah. Wow. So you're already incurring some big expenses yeah, before opening turns the out. Door. Thanks. But this is going to be a good conversation. <laughs> All right. Well, people need to know this because, you know, there's as you heard in the news segment, there's a breweries opening every day, and uh, homebrewers wanting to get into it. I think the more we can scare out of it, Roger, the more yeah. <laughs> we're going to help you. Just look at my face. <laughs> Yeah, I'm terrified. When I started this, I had no gray hair. Look at me now. I have no black hair. <laughs> well, I have seen you go through a lot of phases with this, um, especially with the current one. Sometimes I've seen you and you're very excited. And sometimes I've seen you, you're really discouraged. And uh, it's a process that must be very up and down. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it definitely is. Uh, just thinking about this on the uh, BART ride out here is, you know, uh, a lot of restaurants open and, you know, you just move into a building. Restaurants there. Yeah. Just change the name. Change the the whole moti. Mo, what is it? Motif. Motif. Yeah. Yeah. It's a German decor. Word. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Change the decor. You know. You change. You change the concept essentially. You know. But when it comes down to a brewery, you have to go buy the equipment, and stainless is not cheap. Yeah. And you know, putting that stainless into action is not cheap. Right. You got to plumb so you, the whole thing. You, you have to plumb the whole thing, and it has to be in stainless or copper, or, you know, and the electricity. Yeah, you know, it's just... You're it, building a manufacturing facility, yeah, exactly. essentially. Yeah, well, exactly. You're, you're building talking, everything from the ground up, but yet you have the four walls and the ceiling above you. You were talking about permits. Uh, you move into an oh, uh, already established restaurant, take that over. It's not so hard. Yeah, the permit's already there. Now yeah. you're you know you're just going into the city and saying hey I'm just going to change a couple things well, here you go stamp bam yeah Done. you're and good then, to go that's not what you're doing you're- no it turns out I was blowing the wrong people in Alameda and that sucks what a yeah. waste yeah well, no sucks. one was complaining but you know I was like all right <laughs> what now yeah. you're like I don't want to blow that guy <laughs> all right <laughs> whatever I got you give get. me a permit sir <laughs> yeah. what do you mean no I'm the janitor. <laughs> I'm the janitor. I'm just here on vacation. Well, this doesn't seem right. Yeah. But oh, that's what you told me to do. I'll see uh, what I can do for you. I don't know. I was told to blow you, sir. Right. <laughs> so let me ask this. Uh, how long, because you didn't just search in, in Alameda. You've been searching all over the Bay. How long did the process of finding a location take you? Uh, well, obviously a lot longer than we anticipated, but... Uh we were looking in Richmond. Uh, it, I did a little research Ooh. on the uh, the old Google, yeah, uh, heard of it website, and uh, there's never been a brewery in Richmond. So I was like, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but we'll be a lot of first. murders <laughs> in Richmond. Yeah, so <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. Well, why do you think there's no no breweries there? Many <laughs> murders. Well, touche. <laughs> that's why we looked somewhere that else. Looked somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were looking in Richmond, and uh, we were talking to this one uh, broker who was going to uh, lease this uh, building to us. So it was perfect. 25-foot ceilings, uh, drains already cut. A biotech company had just moved out. Wow. 
it was like, wow, this is it. Uh, here it is. And you, you, you go to these buildings and you look at them and you, you walk around and you're like, wow, this, is, uh, this isn't going to work. Yeah. But then you work, well, you walk into certain ones and you're like, you start going half mass. You're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this got, could work. Right. I understand. And, uh, so the broker was telling us, like, you know, the rent's going to be somewhere between 55 and 65. So we we're like, all right, here's our letter of intent. A week later, we sent it to him. At fifty cents, because you always you know come in low ball and then see what they say. They came back at like eighty five cents. We're like, fuck this, uh, like, this is lame. They read the, guy the news. told us it was going to be fifty five to sixty five, so we were trying to get down to the fifty five, obviously. Yeah, and have them come back at like you know whatever sixty cents. They I came d- back at eighty five. <laughs> because like, here's here's their. I think that even the the real estate people and the building owners are getting savvy to this craft brewing nonsense. For one, they're, they didn't understand it before, but I think now they get it. Just as you're describing, there's a limited number of buildings that could actually yeah, function, right? And so when you find one, and then they probably were like, look, ours has the drains, our, ours has everything. This guy's going to pay us more than that. So they come back with the big yeah. 85 cents. It's, everybody's becoming more savvy about this, I think. When you are yeah, uh, looking into the building, are you basing it on the fact that the city's going to let you do a brewing business? Or, uh, or well, yeah, you obviously have to. I mean... Uh, because you never the know. The city has gonna, different zones. Yeah, that's what they're, they're, so. Yeah, they're going to pull the rug out from underneath you after, yeah, you, after you've already kind of entered into negotiations with the lease. Yeah, you definitely you definitely have to go through your and do your homework mm-hmm. and see if that section of that town is zoned. If okay. it's not zoned, then you have to go to the city and say, like, hey, we need to rezone this. Ask for and it. And the city will say, go fuck yourself or, hey, let's do it. Right. Who are you going to blow? We're looking yeah. for business. Yeah. <laughs> I got my cock out. You ready to redo this? <laughs> but that's different from city to city, too, isn't it? Because some are, are really hungry for new business and some, they're doing okay. They're not going to change anything yeah. for you. And Richmond, uh, Richmond was, a you know, it was all zoned. Okay. We were, we were good. Uh, everything was perfect. But, uh, you know, there's they're oil friendly obviously yeah um and right across the street from this building and this is all happening within like four or five days like us sending off the letter of intent it getting sent back at like way more than we anticipated us going out there and hanging out the building without any brokers around because they're kind of like used car salesmen yeah what do we have to do to get you in this building yeah you don't need to deal with that (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah and um it just it smelled like oil Oh, the building did? No, just the right across the street. The whole neighborhood, the whole, like, you know, persona of that area was just like, wow, it smells like tar. Right. Yeah, it's, it's like when you go see a house and they bring you on a nice Sunday or something, but you're around on a exactly. Monday. It's, it's all traffic up and yeah. down the street. I you, see. You go there at a different time. When the sun beats down on the dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> so, were you, right. so were you worried about just the image of the brewery being surrounded yeah, exactly, by that? Yeah, exactly, because we were going to have our tasting room out there. And the, yeah. You know, we were right off, it was right off the bay. It was perfect, you know, but that whole, right across the street was an oil blendery that they when the wind came off the bay, it was like, well, you get a little seawater and a little bit of oil. You know, yeah. it's like... Do, would you worry about that, like having a big silo of grain right there? Actually, I ran that up the uh, the flagpole, the, the BA forum. I put that out there, and I was like, you know, hey, uh, what's going to happen if I, I have a silo filled with malt that, you know, yeah. holds two and a half months of malt, and you get this penetrating smell coming over is it gonna permeate through and become part of the product yeah it's all pre-boiled but at the end of the day it's like uh, something's gonna have to stay with it 
I know? saw that post on the uh, just for listeners who don't know the Bre- you know if you're part of the Brewers Association you know you there's a, a forum and, and it's a kind of a daily or weekly email that goes out and you can interact with other brewers and I, I remember you posting that Roger because it was just after I found out you were looking at that building and you got a lot of great responses from professional brewers that's a good thing about the Brewers Association too and many of them were really putting a lot of thought into what you were talking about and if I remember right most of them said I'd be a little careful. Yeah, I think uh, one of the best answers came from Fowl, my buddy up at uh, Anderson Valley, yeah. uh, who basically said, just go put a bag of malt out there, let it stay for like two or three weeks, there you and go. then go take it home and see what happens. Right. But um, I think a lot of the better answers uh, were also, do you want your brewery to be like that? Do you want it, Do you want to have that persona of like, you know, oh yeah, just turn right at the oil blender and uh, we're right there. Yeah. Hey, look at us, you know. It's, like, <laughs> it's not conducive to drinking a beer, you know. That's true. Good call. So you so, moved on from that. Well, that was the thing is like we were sitting there and I had a, Claudia and I had a heart to heart that night and uh, I was like, I'm going to bed. She woke me up three hours later. It's just like, I found the place. Wow. And uh, that's when we, because uh, we we started considering Alameda. We always did, but it was just like we wanted to be out on the base. We wanted to be next to St. George, we, you know, and she found the place that was right next to St. George. Wow. On Alameda Island. If you're not from California, it's this great little island, and it used to be, uh, most of it anyway, was a a military base, which was decommissioned a long time ago, and certain parts of it have been made available for different uses, uh, and it kind of goes in chunks. And one of the most recent ones are these these large buildings that were there, uh, and there's a, we've had the distillery uh, on the show, uh, at that time it was uh, Hangar 24, I think, which is, that brand has since been sold. Hangar 24 is a brewery. Hangar 1. Hanger one, hanger one. There, there you go. Saint George Spirits and Saint George Spirits, right? So that's there, and and there's some other things popping up there, and now, and you're right next to, to Saint George now, is what you're saying? Yes. Uh, so that's, it's this great location where you you literally, I mean, you're looking at the Bay Bridge from the Alameda Island side, uh, and the a, whole city, like you know, North it, Beach all the way down to Candlestick. If anybody's seen MythBusters, they do a lot of stuff yeah. uh, right there on the old Moffat Field, right. Now, Mo- not, that's not Moffat, it's uh, uh, Alameda. Uh, Moffat's is town south, but yeah, no. it's, it's, they do a lot of stuff out there. Okay. And it's right on the bay. Because there's still a lot of open space there as well. Yeah, the open space is awesome. The, the runways, because we're in one of the old hangars where they would bring the planes in and either fix them or store them for the you know day or week or whatever. Yeah. I was never in the Navy, so I have no idea <laughs> what they did with these things. But Right. I think, um, they, I think they flew them. Yeah. I think hangar. Wait. Flew. Yeah. It's a hangar. Navy. You fly Ship. things. Do you have the whole hangar for Faction? No, we have half of it, but okay. the building itself is 65,000 square feet. Wow. Which is huge. You know, that you're half like walking into huge. a Costco. Yeah. yeah. So you have a, an enormous space even at, at half of it. That's, yeah. Which is, which is fantastic, though, because a lot of people don't think about quick growth, and this allows you to dive right in if you have to. Yeah. I mean, uh, Having worked at Drake's for so many years and, you know, knowing a bunch of people in the industry, going up to Russian River, talking to Vinny, and Vinny saying, you know, oh, yeah, I have to go over here and get this, I have to go over here and get that, you know, it's like, and a a great example is also the brewery down in uh, Orange County, you know, it's like, they have to go three miles away to go do certain things that are are day-to-day operations, you know, because they just just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. And started moving to buildings away, so. Yeah. The... The city, when they took uh, took over from the Navy, they don't want to spend any money fixing up the uh, the old base, Okay, uh, essentially. So uh, the rent was really cheap. Right. But yeah, we do- have to do all the tenant improvements. 
you know, which is kind of expensive. And there's, if, I mean, I haven't looked all that closely, but some of those buildings are pretty dilapidated. So to say oh, that yeah. they don't want to spend the dime, uh, that, that's a big well, it's, investment. It's, it's a long soap opera, but at the end of the day, it's the city finally now has the land. Okay. The Navy was keeping it for so long, and it's, you know. Got it. I, I've tuned that out, so. Right. Those questions I can't really answer. Well, so let's start at the beginning of that. You you find this building. Claudia finds the building. You go check it yeah, out. Yeah, she woke me and... up at 2 in the morning when I was in dead sleep. I found the place. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're like, great, yeah, sweetheart. Great. I'll talk to you go in the morning. Ahead, go, go ahead and call him tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> can I go back to sleep now? Yeah. Uh, but you find it. Uh, I assume you go look at it. And do you just immediately start the process? Oh, yeah. Of, you Went do. from half mass to full mass. I mean, it was just like... <laughs> just a great building. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. And at this point, are you worried about permits and things like that, or do you feel like Alameda is just going to bend over backwards to help you because they want to rent the building? Um, we weren't worried about permits at okay. that point. We were like, all right, what do we need to do to get into this building? Yeah. So uh started the long process. Uh, we walked into it of uh, January of last year, 2012. Okay. And uh, we're like, all right, we want it. What do we need to do? We didn't have. We sent out the letter of intent uh, in February. Uh, didn't have anything that was, uh, and the city had to do all this. It's it's such a soap opera. Yeah, the, January two thousand twelve is a long time ago. You're yeah, not even out, open yet. Yeah, we were taking the equipment out of uh, New York in February. I was like, okay, sweet, this is like working out perfectly. Drop it you off know? at it's the like, building. Yeah, just bring it on out. <laughs> we'll just you know open up the doors. Um, we didn't have a signable lease until September. Wow. Of that year, because just because of the due process, the due process is basically we go to the city. The city gives us a piece of paper saying, "Here's your lease," you know, which is obviously like you know, I think it was like a hundred pages. Yeah, we go through it. We're like, "All right, that looks great," you know, but this is way too legal. So we had to hire a lawyer. We yeah. went through the paper, and he's like, "Okay, there's a lot of you can't do this, you can't do that." We're like, "Well, we want to be able to do that." Okay, so we wanted to change it, so we send it back to the city, and the city's like, "Okay, that's great, but we have to go ask the navy now." Oh, hang on, before you get that, what are some things they were saying you couldn't do? Uh, brew beer, uh, anything? Just uh, <laughs> one of the one of the big ones was uh, offensive odors. Ah, couldn't emulate any offensive odors, and we're like, no farting. Well, it's a bird. yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm not going in the kettle and farting and just like blowing it out to the. But that's subject to interpretation, exactly. So. And who's who's going to find it offensive? Okay, there's so nobody that, there to smell it. There's nobody lives around. <laughs> well, that's there. the other thing uh, that I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah like yeah. a three falls in there. Yeah. Except that clearly the city has a plan to develop the area. So they're looking at the future, I think. Uh, you know, it's not going to stay. Uh, well, I guess, yeah. Um, but anyhow, I'm not excusing it either way. You need, These are things you... Your well, breweries put out smells. No, they're not yeah. offensive. But yeah. Well, they are to some people. Yes. Some people, yeah, crazy, right. but... Yeah. Right. But, you know, without getting myself in any more trouble with the city of Alameda <laughs> at this point, uh, <laughs> All they, right, no, they no, basically no. gave us a cookie-cutter little uh, lease okay. that was like they would give to everyone that, uh, you know... Here you go. Hey, welcome to the building. Oh, you don't like it? Okay, cool. We'll find someone else. You know, it's like, right? Well, good on you getting it looked at. You know, so well, yeah. So then you you get all that worked out, and then it has to go to the navy. Yeah, the navy had to sign off on everything, and then the navy said, "Okay, yeah, cool. You can do whatever you want." And obviously, we're not the navy's priority, so that took like you know yeah. two months, I think. I don't know what they're doing. But then it had to go over to the bird people, 
because there's a bird that lives out on the runways that is extinct. <laughs> is it just one bird? Endangered. Sorry, not extinct, obviously. We wouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah, this weird, yeah, this weird extinct yeah. bird is yeah. living there. Just, <laughs> sometimes it flaps around by remote control. It's like... Right. <laughs> Do not disturb the body. Yeah. Okay, it's in the lease. Get away from the body. So, uh, is, so there's an endangered bird. Yeah, there's an endangered bird. So there's a sanctuary out there on the runways, which is awesome because they'll never build on those runways. What kind of endangered bird only lives on runways? I think probably airplanes <laughs> yeah it's a They're called planes it's yeah. the memphis bell right it's the old uh this is good strange. movie <laughs> yeah so all right so you got to protect this thing so we have to go through the bird people which okay. is the uh, audubon society and audubon society about? is like okay uh whatever that's cool you know just don't have any bright lights and uh, nothing over six feet in front of the building okay cool so are we good to go on this oh no actually you're in historical landmark now so we have to go to the shippo <laughs> State historical, I don't know what the I is. Penis. Yeah, penis. Organization. Yeah. Yeah. Penis. I got you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm your lawyer. You need a lawyer? (laughs) No, uh, we already have four, thanks. Okay. (laughs) Right. I'll be your fifth. (laughs) So So then it had to go off to Shippo, and Shippo's like, okay, well, you're not going to deface the building. You can do whatever you want on the inside, but on the outside, we have a lot to say about that, but it turns out your plans are good. You're good to go. And can I just point out, and I hope that this doesn't offend you, I love the location that you're in. They're not the most beautiful buildings no, I've ever I seen know. in my what life. They, what you could hardly mess it up. They're military buildings. Or, or two I'm military not, buildings. They're all shades of beige, right? Or yeah, they're uh, dilapidated. Oh, and by the way, so I'm, I'm all, offended. <laughs> right, I'm all for like preserving history, but it's, it's a little bit of overkill by saying you can't touch the outside of a building that's not all that magnificent anyway, you know. Well, we, uh, to be honest with you, that whole base is decrepit, and I, I swear next winter when there's a big storm and an earthquake at the same time, it's like half that base is just going to crumble. Right. But the buildings that we are in are huge. I yeah. mean, they're like 40-foot ceilings, 28 uh, with the rafters, big doors. I mean, it's a it's a pretty impressive building. It's awesome. that that The space is great. Yeah. Okay, so they just say, fine, as long as you don't touch the outside, you're good to go. Yeah, and okay. even if we do touch the outside, we have to run it up their flagpole right okay and uh luckily at this point the navy has given up control so now the navy is no longer a flagpole that we have to run shit well that's good yeah and but now too late late, though we had to do it for like the last right just watch out for that extinct bird you know (laughs) that's the one that's gonna bite you in the ass (laughs) endangered don't Don't harm that extinct bird don't kick the corpse there's bones out there, people. Oh, would you please create a beer called Extinct Bird Pale Ale or something like we're that? Gonna, we're actually going to make a beer uh, that's only available in Alameda called yeah. The Bird. Nice. <laughs> Good. I love it. Nobody even knows what this stupid yeah. thing looks like. No, exactly. it, it doesn't even exist for all we know. Uh, but protect it. <laughs> so at this point in time, though, you you uh, have your permitting. You've got your building. I mean, you've, you've put the brewery into the building. So... Is it safe to say, and I'm a I'm a superstitious guy, so I'll knock on wood as I'm saying, is it safe to say you're home free, like you're on the path to opening faction? I'll, I'll never say that until there's uh, malt and water in the mash. <laughs> okay. But do you getting, have your ABC we are, license? We got our license as of, uh, we don't have the actual piece of paper, but we got uh, one of our lawyers yep. told us that we have it. I told them uh, that they have it. JP told yeah. you. J- JP called the other day. He's like, you're good. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Claudia's <laughs> like, how do you know? I'm like, I, I feel it, girl. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I just right. I just tweeted it. You're good. Yeah. That's why he gets paid the big bucks. He works on feel. That's true. <laughs> I'm feeling this one. I'm working right now, if you know what I mean. 
All right, so they say you have you've other got, seats available. <laughs> yeah, I move you to the other side of the desk. <laughs> yeah. uh, they say so. They say you've got your ABC. Uh, clearly, you've got all your building permits because you're you're building. Yes. Um, the, the floor is poured. The the brewery is in. Uh, what's the next step? How close are you to brew day? Uh, I think we're probably like maybe three weeks, four weeks. Okay. Uh, right now we have all the equipment in, and all we really need to do is the welder starts tomorrow. Okay. And he's gonna tie all the uh brew house together yeah and then um we'll have an electrician come in uh as well on tuesday i think gotta double check that but yeah. uh <laughs> he's gonna wire up all the fermenters and all the pumps in the brew house okay and then we should be good to go barring any you know city inspections that we didn't do something right sure which are bound to, city inspections are bound to happen yeah. right well they're bound to happen but uh, luckily the city really wants the, all the inspectors really want to have a freaking beer at this point you know? <laughs> right but the, it, the it blowing... goes back to what you guys were saying before there's i mean we're going through a lot of ada things oh yeah there's a lot of ada things that you know it's like we needed to make everything accessible for ADA. Just open the fucking hangar doors. If that's not accessible yeah, it's, enough. It's, it, uh, I see what you mean. We've yeah. got to have the bathrooms. You have to have ramps. You have to have... We had yeah. to make the brew house accessible for yeah. ADA. What? You have it's a ramp like, up to the brew deck? Yeah. Wow. Really? It's like, so is ADA guy going to go from the mill room, which is on the other side of the building, run over here and start stirring the mash? Now, I'm not against a- ADA re- regulations at Nor all, am I, to be honest. But, but that is a, a little strange. Did they give you a reasoning? Is it because, did you say we're going to do tours, so they have to have, or was it because you have to be able to employ somebody who could get to, to the... You have to be able to employ. I see. Okay. So I want ramps up to the top of those tanks so we can dry hop How from so, the wheelchair, so Roger. <laughs> That's a great idea. I have never been to a An elevator that has a, a ramp up to the brew deck. How no. big is that fucking ramp? How steep is it? No, it's it's uh, it starts it's in like the parking lot. It's like <laughs> yeah, it starts no, no, in Oakland. No, yeah. Not the brute, not the yeah. brute deck, the brute platform. Right, right when you get through the tube, you turn left, and you're like, "That's the ramp." Not up to the brute deck to the kettles. It's just to the to where the the, the platform. Pad. I see to the right. Okay. okay. Well, well we, that's that's a little bit. I'm just I'm trying to picture a ramp to exactly the, <laughs> up to and the that, kettle. That actually uh, you know is going to come into question is whether or not we have to have something that right. goes up because the city inspection will probably they'll be just put a hoist you know like, like a rope and a pulley how, how do you i got it? you bro <laughs> yeah. yeah how do you get him down into the mash tun to clean it out <laughs> well you better figure that yeah. out <laughs> i don't know if you guys knew this but it's it's, cri- it's hip to be crip it is hip crip to is be. hip you know i was uh i'd be curious uh, if uh, if there's any new york listeners that have any answers to this question but recently in new york city uh walking around i realized how few places are uh wheelchair accessible in the city of new york and of course my logic would tell me it's because it's such an old city before yeah. ada regulations came in and there's probably you know some uh, some form of well it, it's okay because we don't have space to do that and it was before the laws but it's a pretty unbelievably inaccessible city whereas well, yeah, california a new a newer yeah. you know place obviously it wouldn't have gotten away with any of this i mean well, imagine bart you you do if you're not without if accessibility you're not new uh, new construction new construction yeah. i see and that i mean you go to europe amsterdam yeah. it's like it's even hard for me to get around. You know, it's like what the hell's going on My here? My beer belly Not, has yeah, to exactly. through. Yeah, these stairs are way too skinny. Yeah, or so your perception says. 
Oh, that's interesting, man. When you're, when you're in Amsterdam. Good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the walls are closing in. Well, let's do this. Uh, I want to learn a little bit more about the brew house because we haven't even talked about what it is, plus the beer that we can expect. Let's take a quick break. We're with Roger Davis from the all-new Faction Brewing Company in Alameda, and we'll be back with more. 888-401-BEER, or put your questions in the chat, and Bevo will send them over. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. What could be better than great blues music and great beer? Rock your summer right at the 4th Annual Pleasant Hill Blues and Brews Festival. Saturday, July 27th from noon to 6 p.m. Come enjoy tasty beer, delicious food, and free live music. Featuring the Candy Cane Band, the Chris Cane Band, and many more. Unlimited beer tasting and VIP access available at beautiful Pleasant Hill Park. More than 25 of the best in some of the newest Bay Area breweries will be on hand. Like La Junitas, the 21st Amendment, Sierra Nevada, Heretic, Lost Coast, Rocksteady, and Almanac Brewing. Get your tickets right now for the Blues and Brews Festival at bluesandbrewsfestival.com. And new this year, Friday night will be a pre-party concert. From 6 to 9 p.m., come enjoy the music of the Big Jangle. Don't miss the Pleasant Hill Blues and Brews Festival for great blues and great brews. Get your tickets today. Attend, huh? Getting tired of that same old handcrafted beverages day after day? Are you looking for something with more diversity than your normal beer? Fellow BN Army member Michael Fairbrother, owner of Moonlight Meadery, is reviving an entire beverage category. Mead! The meads at Moonlight Meadery are all handcrafted from the finest honey on the market and are perfect for any occasion, like weddings, baby showers, or... Excuse me? Mead is not your average girly drink, mister, and Moonlight Meads can be enjoyed anytime, anywhere. Football games with the guys. Yeah. Barbecues with the guys. Yeah. Operating power tools with the guys. Yeah. Um, actually, sir, that's really dangerous. Good point, son. Next time you have something to celebrate or are just looking for a new tasting experience, pick up a bottle of mead from Moonlight Meadery. Now in 21 states, making over 60 varieties of mead from dry, semi-sweet to sweet. Break out of that craft beer law. Grab a bottle of Moonlight Mead. Can't find some? Then ask. No, make that demand some. Yeah! Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. 
This is Jamel Zanisha, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of Citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at Have Heretic you ever Brewing. been stuck with a last-minute brewing question? Maybe on a new piece of equipment or a recipe kit you haven't tried before. The Brewmeister knows how that feels and is here for you. The Brewmeister prides themselves on personal service and advice to all of their customers, whether in-store or online. The Brewmeister is a full-fledged home brew store, too, with all the ingredients and gear you need to make great beer and wine. You'll be glad you visited ShopBrewmeister.com or one of their stores in Roseville or Folsom when you need to pick up the phone and get your brewing questions answered fast. Visit shopbrewmeister.com right now and see the personal difference the great team at the Brewmeister have to offer. If you visit today, use coupon code BNARMY and get 10% off your first order. Some conditions apply. The Brewmeister, personal service and advice with exceptional quality. Shopbrewmeister.com What's funny is, brewers will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a horse beer. beer. (laughs) The The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Thanks for sticking with us. 888-401-BEER if you got questions that you want to ask Roger or any of the crew. Also, you can hit the chat button on the homepage, and Bevo's in there taking your questions. I wanted to mention to you the American Homebrewers Association. That is your largest association of homebrewers here in the United States, and they do a lot of good things for you. For example, we've just recently legalized homebrewing in all 50 states. How amazing is that? I have years of, of work to make that happen. And uh, make no mistake, the American Homebrewers Association and Gary Glass, your president over there, had a, a, a very, very large hand in making that happen over the years. And I know that Gary was quite proud of seeing it happen. They do a lot of other things for you, too. Of course, uh, the price of membership alone uh, is worth Zymergy Magazine, which you get um, uh, there's six issues a year, plus I think a couple of supplemental issues. And uh, it's a great homebrewer magazine out there at Zymergy. I know that everybody here gets it and reads it and has been doing so for much longer than the Brewing Network has been around. Uh, it's really your organization and uh, we're all members and you should be too. Go over to homebrewersassociation.org and learn all about it. Uh, about it. Uh, also, you can click the AHA logo on our homepage and if you sign up uh, that way, then we get a little cut of it. So you're uh, supporting us and supporting them and um, we appreciate that very much. So go check it out, homebrewersassociation.org. 
All right, Roger Davis, if that's your real name, that is. We're Sorry, t- I'm busy looking at emails. <laughs> Are you? Uh, this is some fires it needs to be put yeah, out at the, at the brewery. Fires. <laughs> See if you got that permit. <laughs> uh, Roger Davis joining us from the uh, all-new Faction Brewing Company in Alameda. Now, I, I think I'm the only one who's not been to the building. I know you had a, a kind of an opening party uh, before you actually opened just to celebrate the building. and We uh, did. Sorry, uh we didn't invite you. No, you did. <laughs> Damn it. Is that what it was? Uh, I think I was out of town. But, um, oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're like, phew. I've been hearing about it from even some of my non-beer friends. Uh, you know, people in the – you guys on the show probably get this all the time. You know, your, your extended family or your family or friends who know you're into beer, they send you that article that they read or, yeah. oh, I don't know if oh, you know about this. this place is opening up. Did you know that? And a lot, I've got some friends out in Alameda, and uh, they've, they've been sending me info about this new place opening up, and, and that's Faction. So let's talk a little bit about the brewery itself and the beer. Uh, we, we got the history uh, covered, I think, but uh, what size brewery did you well, – We've did not even get? covered any of the history. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, a, it's been a big mess, hasn't it, getting oh, to this it's point? it's a clusterfuck, but – I'm surprised. Let's you, move on to something better. You're not the calmest person, I, person I've ever met, Roger. I'm surprised that you have made it this far with all the trials you've had to go through. Well, I stopped looking at one ways to Mexico. You know, so that's, that's <laughs> a, a good sign. Yeah, about, well, just now. <laughs> right, on the BART ride out. Yeah. Um, it has been a long time, uh, but you are very close. Uh, what size brewery did you buy from Captain Lawrence? Uh, it's a 20-barrel brew house, and uh, it came with uh, 360s. 60 barrel fermenter, sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. 180 barrel fermenter yeah. and uh, 160 barrel bright tank and 180 barrel bright tank. That's a that's a pretty decent size system. Because basically, we could uh, Claudia and I could have moved to New York if we wanted to and uh, started brewing right there in his old facility. Oh, it came really? with everything. Came with the cold box. Came with the chiller. Came with uh, the keg line. Came with pretty wow. much everything. And and you know I, I won't ask you to give me uh, di- you know direct numbers, but if you could tell me, I'm sure you looked at buying a new lot. Systems. I don't even know what your question is, but it's a lot. <laughs> well, I'm sure you looked at buying like new equipment and other ways to do it. I mean, did you save fifty percent by this? Did, were you able? You know, how significant is it that you were able to find used equipment? I think is what I'm getting at. Um, it saved us a lot. Yeah, a whole bunch. Um, would it have been unaffordable for you guys if you had to go the brand new route? We probably would not have gone as big as we did. Okay. You might have had to do a 15-barrel. 15-barrel yeah. brew house and then, you know, 15-barrel fermenters and then start graduating in the 30s and blah, blah, blah. Got but, it. Uh, now, even with a 20-barrel a system, those are some big fermenters. So you've got to do quite a, You're still working quite a bit on the on the batch yeah, to, to fill them up. <laughs> I'm, I'm done, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm one way to Mexico. Are you hiring a brewer or are you going to start as the brewer? We, uh, we've we already hired someone that uh, is very enthusiastic about uh, working there. But you're a... That means it's going to work cheap. <laughs> That's, that? By enthusiastic, he means cheap. Yeah, yeah. free. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a brewer, Roger. You're not, a, you're not like... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be... I, well, I, I need to try every beer when yeah. it goes through the system, when it gets released, the whole nine yards. I'm not going to be the traveling yeah, traveling guy. I won't mention any names. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I say that is, you know, maybe you're not going to be like hauling grain bags anymore, but you're like a brewer's brewer. You want to get in there and, yeah. and design the recipes, and, and and that's what I want out of Faction. I mean, you're a, a, an excellent brewer, so well, if, if I find out that you're just mm-hmm. hanging out. You just out, haven't had a beer from me in a long time. <laughs> it though. has been a while, yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, you're going to be involved in all of that process. Do you already have uh, some of your, your styles mapped out? Uh, yeah, we uh, pretty much have all the recipes already done because I had to go get hops, you know, and getting, oh, yeah. 
getting the hops, uh, you have to you have to be on that like as of like a month ago for the next harvest. We've had some some new brewers come in here and, and talk about how they think that other new brewers are. It's just becoming increasingly difficult to get hop contracts. Do you think that you having been in the industry so long and, and knowing how many people you do helped you get hop contracts? Yeah. Yeah. You just matter who you blow. <laughs> Because when you call a place, even though you're calling as Roger from Faction, they're like, yeah, Roger, hey, buddy, what's happening? I mean, they know you from the other places. It's It's been helpful. Okay. You and know. blowing people. <laughs> it turns out blowing people. <laughs> it always helps. They really like the ball tickle. Pass blow jobs, even. It carries forward. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're like, hey, exactly. you're like, I remember you. I remember you. <laughs> we don't have any Simcoe. And Roger's going, listen. Listen. Tell me you remember it was a it was long time. It was a cloudy night. <laughs> September. Sun was no. going down. <laughs> yeah, you know, OBF was. Uh, we were trying to get out of it. We were both drunk. I think some Neil Diamond was playing in the background. <laughs> right. <laughs> how many How many beers do you have planned to to open with? I think uh, at the end of the end of the first year, we'll probably have close to like twenty or twenty five. Wow. But That's we're gonna cool. do a lot that goes straight to barrels. Okay. So those will start coming out eventually. We're yeah, that sounds clean. brilliant on your part, Roger. You've been spending money on a brewery that hasn't sold beer yet, and you're gonna put, yeah. and then you're gonna make beer that you can't sell. Well, you can't fix stupid, <laughs> right? So Let's, I got yeah. an idea. Let's make a bunch of beer we can't sell. Yeah, you do have enough room for all those barrels, though, right? Yeah. You do. Yeah. Well, sure. that's true. How many different <laughs> IPAs are you gonna make? Four, probably. <laughs> uh, and they're all gonna be called JP. <laughs> Really? I'm no. so honored. No. Thank you. Like, how about a hand right. for me? JPA is the new style. JPA. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> now, 20 beers in the first year, uh, that's perhaps, a lot. Perhaps, perhaps. Okay. But you're one of these, and this doesn't surprise me, you don't want to just have, you know, four staples and that's that. You you like to experiment. Yeah. You want to get a bunch out there. Well, it's experiment, or, or I, I like to consider it keeping it interesting yeah okay if it's not interesting for me how can i expect other people to be interested in the beers right now you do have to come out with something to sell almost immediately right so it's not all going into barrels what kind of things can we expect there uh it's, it's gonna be hoppy beers okay pale ale will be our year round and then we'll do an ipa but we'll do it seasonally so we'll have four different ones as jp's question was. thank you very but much but they'll wrote you're saying not all at once they'll rotate They'll rotate yeah. through the seasons. Yeah. Uh, we'll make it a little bit warmer, uh, a.k.a. higher gravity in the uh, winter. Um, and hmm. we'll make a harvest. Uh, my favorite style of beer is Harvest Ales. Uh, Fresh hop? I freaking that? love really? that. And apparently, Tasty hates them. But <laughs> yeah, you're like the only person. He's never had them. a good one. Apparently. I never had a good one. Well, yeah. JP's right, too, in saying that I don't know that anybody's come in here and said that's my favorite. It's my yeah. favorite style because it's like, it's like the Beaujolais of the of the beer world. It's like it's fresh, it's there, it's like it's it's walking through the hop fields. Right. And yet it's in a glass and you're in, you know, where are we? But you don't. <laughs> in Martinez. Martinez. We also bad. smell like oil yeah. here. Yeah. We're I not, don't know what that smells. Yeah. <laughs> I showered today. But you've had some. Good to know. That time of the month already. You've had some of these harvest beers that JP and Tasty are talking about that are just grassy and not very. You've That's had, what I love about it. Oh, is that right? That's what I love about it. Okay. So I was. I thought you were going to say, "Oh, I know how to do it right," but you're saying, "No, those are no, all." No, no, those are all right. Those are right. I don't like the ones right. that are like celery. 
Where it's, yeah. it's that weird kind of earthy, dry, alfalfa, grassy, celery that's, kind of that's thing. What it, that's what it is. I know, but... but that, you but, just named his beer, actually. It's called Dry <laughs> Celery Alfalfa <laughs> PA. Called JPA. Yeah. It's called a Green Waste Bin. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I mean, I've had ones that are... I've actually had a couple that are really good. Uh, so who, I can't remember. But but yeah. for the most Tri- part... Triple Rocker uh, Trakes when I was... No, there. Roger, you should, what, where you should give yourself some credit. The Last year, I think that you were at Triple Rock, you did one with Simcoe that was... Didn't have the celery. Didn't oh, have the nasty. Was it. Oh, it, was, it was it was very good actually. Yeah. So there's a range, and I think you've dialed it in because you care about the style. It's not just a token thing that you do. What do you mean token? That's I, racist. I like this idea of of, of, a, of a rotating style. I do like that. It too. Fluctuates. I like that. So can we go back to that? Now? Good idea. That's what are I'm trying you, to are do. Are you done with your little like celery? Do you thing? need a hand job? Because Tasty's right there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The look on Tacey's face. <laughs> He's about to kick my ass. I was reaching for a, a rubber glove. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was Slowly. thinking, just like, how am I going to pull this off? He's still so, reaching. So to speak, is all I think he was thinking. So anyways. <laughs> so some rotating. to change the subject. Triple Rock. Rotating IPAs. Triple Rock. Uh, so yes, it'll be a harvest one in uh, in the uh, when the harvest comes out, which is usually August, October. Okay. September. September. October. Yeah. August. Excuse me. <laughs> it's a, it's a Triple Rock. <laughs> October, yeah, and then in uh, the winter time, we'll we'll pump up the alcohol to maybe like seven, seven two, and then uh, use whole hops from that harvest. Oh yeah, and then uh, in the springtime, we'll use uh, the pelletized hops. Don't pay attention from that <laughs> harvest. Yeah, that's fine. And then in the summertime, we'll bring the alcohol down a little bit and uh, blend in some of the New Zealand and uh, Australian hops to always keep the like dry hop. Fresh and new, yeah. As opposed to like you know, hey, these are stale. Let's go ahead and throw it in the fermenter. You know, I know what to make with these an IPA. Yeah, yeah let's throw in the IPA. <laughs> See, but that's at least a fresh take on a really played out style. Yeah, it, I, like I like it. it. It's very good. Well, well I, I got I, I got the idea from Alesmith because they have that great Yule Smith that they put out in the wintertime, and then they put one out in the summertime. Got it. Yeah, I said it. Played out style. IPA? Yeah, I totally play. I really? was going to disagree. I, it's all still I was the fastest growing beer category. I, I, I do think it's a new take on it, and I do agree with you on that. I wouldn't call IPA played out style. I think so. uh, well, it's it's jumped the shark. Yeah. If you want to use that overplayed, term. it's overplayed. It's How do you overdone. Know that? Everybody, over everybody has it. It's boring. It's boring. It's not creative enough anymore. To you, that's correct. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is that all shows about opinions, right? Yeah. Or if you think it's stuck in a rut. What Roger's doing is kind of an interesting way you could reinvent it. Like, have it change, have it be different. That's what I'm saying. It is about a fresh hop. It is about a really new character, bright, awesome. You just said what I said, but with uh, better words. (laughs) I don't know about that. Which makes him more palatable. (laughs) Right, exactly. Huh? Hey, JP, (laughs) suck a dick. Shit, I can. (laughs) Any hop varieties, uh, (laughs) any new uh, hop varieties uh, that are in your your field of view Uh, that you're looking at here? We will have a year-round... Something you can hang your hat on, essentially, okay. besides the IPA, which will be a pale ale, and we're going to use a new hop called Mosaic. Aha! Uh-huh. Which everyone uh, seems to love or and or hate. It's a yeah. tasty hop. You like it? Nathan? I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. You brewed with it. Mm-hmm. The IPA you had at the SoCal Fest was Mosaic, yep. right? Yeah, that and was at the beer. Winter Brews Fest. Yeah. Okay. It's a hop that has a ton of complexity. You can kind of stand on yeah. its own. Are you going to you plan on blending it with other hops, oh, yeah. Roger? We'll blend it with uh, like maybe Apollo or Simcoe or. Nice. So new so school, true. totally new school. Yeah, but I mean that's the thing is like we're a new brewery and now we're coming out with this new beer. Whereas all the other people that have pale ales that are on the market already, you know, you can't really change gonna, them unless they're going to switch it right away. You know, it's like yeah, we'll be able to hit the ground running with something new. And why not? I I think you should. Even though uh, you know I would drink uh, any of your pale ales or IPAs because I know you. But 
why not start fresh too? Yeah, yeah exactly. some of this stuff. Okay, that's why. I mean, that's. I just can't wait to get the brewery up and running so I can do <laughs> some of this shit. Yeah. Were you able to it's get like a piss JP <laughs> with some IPA. more ideas? Were you able to get enough contracts? Do you think to to do yeah, the beers I, you wanted? Actually, to? with all the delays that we have, uh, I have excess hops at you this do. point. So. Okay, and you've always been a Simcoe fan. I remember back in the day. So I, I assume you're gonna. I don't hate it. Please the Simcoe, <laughs> the Simcoe crowd. Uh, Sim what? You heard me. <laughs> Simcoe. Simcoe crowd. The Simcoe crowd. Uh, yeah, we have a fair amount of Simcoe. Uh, Simcoe this year was branched out to uh, three other farmers, so there's six farmers doing it. Okay. And we got some from uh, one of the new farmers, and I haven't used it yet, obviously, but yeah. uh, I have sold some to uh, James over at uh, Half Moon Bay, James Costa. Okay. And he loves it. All right. And I had a beer from him yesterday that was freaking awesome. That's great. What about malt? Are you an English malt guy, American uh, two-row, anything special Amer- on the malt uh, bill? American two-row, but uh, crystal malts uh, usually used from England. Okay. And do you use the, the larger uh, Lavabon crystal malts? You, are you in crystal 120 or any, anything like that? For what, a pale ale? Uh, anything. I mean, some people will just steer away from them uh, in general. Give me the range. What do you like in crystal malt? Uh... Oh. <laughs> no. uh, is that a, a Uruguayan maltster? Well, let's start with pale ale. Do you use crystal malt in a pale ale? Yeah, a little bit. You do? Which one would you use in a pale ale? Uh, probably the 45. Okay. And a little bit is what? Like a under 5% or under? No, yeah, like 2 or 3. Okay. Why do you like crystal malt in a pale ale? Well, because you just want a little bit of color. I mean, this is uh, this looks like it's a great pale ale, but... Mm, color. I mean, obviously, it's hard on Very radio, light in so color. Yeah. It's very light in color. That's racist. But... <laughs> Friday is the end of the party. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he just hasn't left. <laughs> <laughs> well, physically. Yes. What about an IPA? What crystal would you use yeah. in an IPA? Uh, probably the same amount, 2 or 3% of uh, maybe the same thing, 45. Okay. Uh, I'm really, I mean, to me, malt is just something that carries the fermentables to the fermenter. Sure. To carry the hops to your mouth. I guess I just bring up the crystal because uh, I think some people use it very well and, and some people not so much. Uh, it, on a recent trip, uh, we just went to Philadelphia and I, I was able to go to New York after that. And I'm going to admit having quite a lot of bad beer on, on my trip, commercial beer uh, on my trip. And, and a lot really? of it was due to, um, you know, that same kind of sweetness problem I've always run into. Um, some of that due to crystal malt, some of it due to just attenuation in general. Yeah. But um, is that just an East Coast thing? Because I've always thought East Coast beers have had a little more malt sweetness to them. Well, in the past, I would have agreed with you, except that the the last couple of times I went, uh-huh. I, I didn't come back with these results. I thought there was really some great beers being brewed. But I, I, I kind of went out of my way to try new new breweries this time, and, and there's a lot of new breweries opening up on the East Coast. And that same old problem kind of reared its head with... Um, with a dryness issue, or, or uh, not even just dryness, but wetness but factor, too chewy, <laughs> too too wet, and too chewy. Yeah, under attenuated. Yeah. yeah. So I always like to ask about crystal malt because I, to me, it's a challenge to use as a home brewer. I find it challenging. I'm the guy who brews the sweet bullshit. Well, you can use a lot of crystal malt, and then if, if you get good attenuation, it's it's not going to be sweet. It'll be fine. I, I can do that all day. I okay. think I think crystal malt. Uh, you know, it depends on what style of beer you're brewing. Obviously, if you're using a stout, yeah, obviously you're going to put some crystal malt in there. Yeah, because you want that flavor. But at the end of the day, I think it crystal malt when it when it comes to the hoppy beers for me is more of a uh, eye appeasing thing, not a flavor. I see. <laughs> so you want it to be a little bit dark, but you know, at the end of the day, you don't want to taste it. Yeah, that way. I now that philosophy I can agree with. I don't want to taste it at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't either. Good way to get some color in there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See if I got any questions for you here. 
Uh, oh, someone want to know about Amarillo? Got any got any contracts for that? Are you going to use that in any of your beers? Uh, no, that hop was very hard to get as of like four or five years ago, and kind of just phased phased that thing out because everyone wants it, and you can't depend you're, on you'll it. Never get it. Okay, so I got to go back to the Harvest Dales for a second too. We kind of alluded to this, but uh, one of our listeners in the chat wants to know: Is there a trick that you could point out um, for not getting that kind of vegetable mess in a in a Harvest Dale? Is there any anything special that you're doing, or, or is it just hop selection? Uh, I would say it's hop selection, but uh, at the end of the day, I'm using like ten pounds to a barrel. You are, yeah, and it's just it's a huge amount, right? So it's just like insane. Wow. Just yeah. wet whole hops. Yeah, just throw it in there and see what happens after it ferments. You had this cool technique, if I remember correctly, where you turn the mash tun basically into a giant yeah. kind of a hop back for hop it, back, too. Yeah. That might be so one. So you're using the, the false screens that the mash typically would hold the wart back, or vice versa. But then you're putting the hops in there, and then you're putting the wart back on it. And then you're it's just an easier way to get the hops out of... So does that mean you're, you're, and you're and you're not boiling them as much too? You're putting no. you're kind of leaning more towards just not getting the oils out. Yeah, exactly. So I think so. You're using the pellets in the kettle or yeah, whatever. Ah, so there, this could to- turn into a huge argument with uh, you know a bunch of different brewers. <laughs> like, well, it's not a wet hop beer. It's like okay, well, cool. no, it's just it's a, a harvest ale then. Uh, totally, you know, still like, wet hop beer or harvest ale, I think. But but if uh, a lot of people say if you're not uh, actually using the wet hop through the boil, then it's not a wet hop beer. <laughs> right, it's, it's like, on the hot side. Right, well, that's cool. I don't, I never said it was. I yeah, see, whatever. You how about what harvest ale? Can we go? Can we agree? I can see that ale? argument if you were doing an estate beer and you wanted all the hops to yeah. be from that crop, but. Otherwise, I think there's some leeway for creativity. I do like it when people start to argue with you about the rules of the beer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, if you're using it there, yeah, it's not a that's hard. not that's not right. Don't you just want to spit in someone's face when they start with that? Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, if you're using that, it's not really a black IPA. Uh, all right, okay. <laughs> you can't use black patent. No. That's not allowed. It has to be Carafa three. <laughs> black know. IPA. What is that? A hoppy stout? It's a it's a black guy <laughs> pale ale. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's JP's new style. That's right. Do you uh, like do you like black IPA? <laughs> no. Of course he really? doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't like anything. I don't black like IPAs. Yeah. Do you even like yourself? Or anything black? No, actually, Let's start with that. Actually, I don't. That I least of, of all. Today. Himself yeah. least of all. Yeah. I have a lot of issues. You want to talk about them? <laughs> uh, negative. We'll be back after this. <laughs> after Roger helps JP. <laughs> That's a new show we should put out. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I, here's all the answers. What the fuck? <laughs> Suck it Suck it, it up. up. <laughs> Pull your shit together. <laughs> right. It's just uh, it's just uh, repeating cl- everything Claudia has ever said to Roger. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Get it together. Get off the couch. <laughs> I gotta open this brewery. <laughs> Do it now. Right. <laughs> Stop making bad decisions. Now you mentioned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, it is. It's just a re- You guys would be great. Just please do. I'll, we'll just send them to Claudia. Fuck it. We need a reality. Cut show. out the middleman. Cla- yeah. Claudia and J- JPA. <laughs> or JPI, sorry. Yeah. All right. Uh, barrel aged beers. You mentioned, are you going to do some sour projects and things like that too? We intend to, yes. Not a boy. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had a Roger Davis sour beer. Have I? Intentional? You done one at. Well, yeah. Have you done one at Triple Rock or Drake's or anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even unintentional. I don't, yeah, think, what, no, I don't think so either. What is this intentional thing? <laughs> no, we're going to do intentional ones. Um, yeah, we're going to do sour beers. Uh, don't know if we're going to branch into the the bourbon barrels and whatnot, brandy barrels for that. But uh, So we're going to do uh, sour barrel-aged beers and clean sour, or not, uh, clean barrel-aged beers. Okay. 
So like, an imperial stout from a bourbon barrel as opposed to a, a Blondale from a Cabernet spiked. Got it. It's kind of like the double barrel ale uh, route where there is still a, a clean uh, pale ale coming out of uh, Firestone, but they're getting some barrel character to it. Yeah. Have you acquired barrels already? Uh, the winery down the street has already uh, uh, came over and talked to me, and they have a bunch uh, coming empty. On Alameda we'll, Island? Yeah. Okay, nice. We're, we're sandwiched between St. George and a winery. Okay. Uh, and the winery's got, like, somewhere around 20 or 30 barrels. Got it. A lot so, of people might not know Roger actually worked at a, at a winery for a stint, too. Yay. So you've done it all. <laughs> yay. You, you weren't too stoked about that stint. No, no, it was great. You know, it's, uh, you know. Making wine. Yeah. It's a whole different ballgame. Right. It's good to do. understand the process, too, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. It might help you even on the barrel side. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I learned a lot. Okay. Uh, a ton. What about packaging for the new brewery? What are we going to see come out of there? Um, Just kegs, kegs? or Kegs in the beginning and then bottles eventually. Okay. We'll use the mobile guy until we can afford something that's better. What about this can revolution everyone talks about? I don't, I don't like it in the can. No? Why not? <laughs> why, why not? Bad experience. Oh. Leave him alone. <laughs> Wait, why did you interrupt? <laughs> JP was whispering to me. Yeah, right. Don't worry about it. He was about to talk about it. My yeah. fault. JP, I kind of do like it in the can, actually. There is a roaming... Back after this. There's a roaming uh, bottling guy who's, yeah. uh, in my opinion, the, the man's a genius. And he does, like, Pacific Northwest down to here. I don't know if he goes to SoCal, too, or not. but He does. Yeah. He's, Beachwood is doing it. Now. And, yeah. and he just... Uh, he's busy all the time. you got to book him way in advance. He shows up... Uh, does he show up? But you just have to order the glass, and he does the rest. Is he that does the all deal? that? Too. He brings the glass. Oh, he does mm-hmm. that too. Shows up with everything, he, and he allows breweries, you know, on a budget to to bottle beer. Uh, what a great He's got a big semi and concept. all equipment in it. I don't even think it's that big. No, it's a little box truck. So he has the the bottles shipped to you, and he does the labels, and they, those all go to you. And then he just shows up with his fucking equipment, hooks it all up, and there you go. Does it? Yeah. You you supply a little bit of staff to help him run the bottles mm-hmm. through, and yeah, uh, yeah. great concept, poor man job. Uh, it does. Packaging leads me to another question uh, from the the chat room, wanting to know if you're going to be uh, uh, just a production brewery, or will you have a tap room as well? We'll have a tap room eventually. Okay. Uh, that kind of got backburnered just because you know, what's the point of having a tasting room if you have nothing to taste? That's a good call. That's so we good logic. Uh, <laughs> we fo- we're focused more on the brewery right now, and then the tasting room will probably be like September, October. Got it. Okay, but we'll be open. You know, you can come by and have a beer or hang out but the the whole tasting room like done to the t's is is gonna be a little bit more okay i'm re- trying to read through this question it's in the <laughs> chat room in front of me and it's roger what kind of yeast are you gonna run in, the, in your brewery oh lots of o's lots of and a one. Oh, one no half yeast gonna ferment that about what 70 or so yeah, <laughs> I like to let it just free rise. Free rise, out, you know, knock it out at like sixty five. You're a low. You're a low. What are you? Sixty four or sixty five? Yeah, I, I'll ferment everything usually pretty around, pretty much around sixty two. Two. Yeah. Okay, that low. <laughs> Esther free zone. Esther free zone. I like that. You got a bigger zone now. That's where I run mine. It's a bigger zone. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan. I don't. Yeah. I don't brew that low, but I'm a fan. Uh, ferment that low, but I'm a fan of the Esther free zone for <laughs> yeah. sure. I don't, you know, let the let the malt and the hops do their thing. You know, mm-hmm. why why are you letting the yeast do too much of uh, imparting of flavors? Yeah, in my opinion, just let it do its job and get out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Move mm-hmm. on. So, what Move about on the, to the next beer? What about yeah, the water? This is probably water you brewed with before. You think there's any differences? Or uh, we basically have the same water that's uh, coming through the East Bay. I mean, Drake's has the same water that we do. Triple Rock, everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're usually not a fan of messing with that. Do you plan to no. mess with the water? No. no. As far as additive, just filtered, just carbon block filter, and yeah, that's about it's it. going to be carbon filtered, and that's it. 
That's how I would do it. Mm-hmm. But That's you, all you need. But it's because I don't know yep. how to, what the hell to do with it. Yeah. That's the only thing <laughs> I noticed. What, what else would you do? <laughs> Not a thing. That's all I know how to do. What else could you do? I hooked it up to this carbon filter. <laughs> That's what I know how to do. Filter. Done. <laughs> um, will you have uh, an automated way to turn on the kettle without you there to see if there's any liquid in the bottom of the kettle? <laughs> oh. Are you going to make it idiot proof? Uh, what is uh, go fuck yourself? <laughs> Uh, new listeners, go listen to past episodes. You'll find out all about that inside yeah. joke. Uh, uh, that's great. Okay. Uh, here's a question potentially Next question, uh, please. from a new listener, it sounds like, because they're not, uh, they want to know, uh, Roger, if you've ever been a home brewer, and if so, did this influence your inclination to brew uh, many different beer styles instead of staples for the new brewery? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, I started home brewing in 1991. Were you and still going to fish shows then? No, fish yeah. sucks, dude. Oh. Dead shows? Dead. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> Carry Much on. better. Yeah. Anyways. Um, no, that's actually where I learned how to homebrew. Was I, I was at a dead show, and uh, these Canadians were like, oh, yeah, you make this, uh, you know, you, you boil this, and you, you throw your hops in there, and I was just like, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> there was like a light on oh, me, just like, this is, this is epiphany. It was just like, <laughs> I didn't you know can that. make your own beer? That's so awesome. So I went back down uh, to L.A. when I was living down there, and... Uh, Went to the local wine store. Yeah. Wine making store. They mm-hmm. didn't call them homebrew stores back then. And uh, got a whole kit. You know, it cost me 100 bucks, 150 bucks, I think it was. And wow. Went home and made some beer and, God, it tasted like shit. <laughs> but you quit your job anyway. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Look at me now. Yeah. It all worked <laughs> out great. Now I'm still laying on the couch watching TV. What were you doing back then before you were a brewer, Roger? Uh, when I was in LA, I was uh, doing the midnight to nine. Stocking shelves in a grocery store. Okay. But then... Uh, and were you into craft beer? Yeah, of course. You were, okay. Well, going to the dead, you know, that's like Sierra Nevada, and like the, the, everyone was just like, oh, yeah, I just came from the East Coast. It's like, oh, dude, you bring some of that fat tire? Oh, yeah. You know, and it was just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Here you go, <laughs> dude. Here you go, dude. <laughs> so we were all drinking fat tire, because it was like, you know, it was in the bigger bottle and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I actually went to Lagunitas, Lagunitas when he was in Lagunitas. <laughs> in actual Lagunitas? Yeah, yeah, when he was like a little, you know, I guess they call them nano brewers now. He was he was very small. I think he was like a five-barrel system. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And you can only get it in this one bar that was out in West Marin. Okay. And we went out there and had a couple of the beers, and we're like, wow, this is fucking good. Right. And now look at him. <laughs> How many? Tony, Tony's doing like fucking 600,000 barrels. Yeah. How many uh, 22s of fat tire uh, per balloon of nitrous would, was the, what was what the, was the exchange ratio? rate? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't remember. Yeah. it's exactly what, what I meant to say. <laughs> so do you think that homebrew outlook has stuck with you in terms of doing so many different beer styles with the new place? I think so. Yeah. Because yeah, this brewer definitely. says, you know, one of the things, he, he brews new style every time, and that's kind of the homebrewer mentality. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, you know, I one of my favorite beers right now is Trumer. I, I love Trumer. So do I. It's, it's, like one of the, it's one of the best Pilsners I've ever had in my life, and I'll probably drink that forever. But it would kill me to work there because uh, you're making one beer. Yeah, you know, it'd be like, well, can we can we mix it up a little bit here? Can we just like you know make a yeah throw some different hops in here? Can we try hop it? Can we do this? And let's have a beer release. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's never going to have I, another release. I think I remember at you know the the Firestone Festival. You you've been to that, of course, Roger. And and the rules are you have to send a special beer, but. 
Matt also likes Trumer. He really likes Trumer. So he wanted to invite yeah. them. And I think uh, they sent like an unfiltered version or something. Uh-huh. You know, something before it went through the filter because they just don't brew something else yeah. there. It's it's funny. Every time I see those guys at a festival, I'm like, hey, so what would you guys bring? Uh, <laughs> right. Right. You do that too? Yeah. God. And of course, there's nothing wrong with that because it's a great beer, but it's it wouldn't be for me either. And it's not for you, you yeah. know, to, to brew the same thing all the time. But I would love to have that consistency in our brewery. Right. Because that beer is consistently good. Uh, back to the fermentation, uh, Grod writes in, um, with you fermenting so low, do you have to increase the pitching rate at all at those temperatures? Um, sure. You do? <laughs> well, I mean, we don't have a microscope, so you okay. know, it's, it's hard to tell. It's, I always call it brewer's intuition. You know, It's like when you think you got enough yeast in there, then you have enough yeast in there. Then you move on to the next step, which is putting the wort in there. But and you're using the the pitch multiple times, I assume. Yeah. So we'll go up to like ten to fifteen generations. So it's maybe only that first pitch that you you might be concerned that it's yeah. not enough. Yeah. Okay. All right. But yeah, you should probably. I, I'm a firm believer in over pitching and not under pitching because you get a lot less off flavors by over than under. Okay. Yep. It's like a long bumper sticker right there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I've only I've heard very little comments about people over pitching. Yep. I think one time in the history of the show, Chad was brewing like once or twice a week and, and was really brewing these great beers. And the only comment Jamil had for him, because there was just something going on, was he felt that, that Chad was over pitching. And I think Chad, you know, corrected that. But in the history of us bringing in what is wrong yeah. with this beer, yeah. it's, I think, the only time I've ever heard over pitching. It's hard to do. You know, yeah. Especially on a homebrew scale. Now. Well, the only thing you're going to get really is uh, that, like, autolyzed yeast you're going to get that meaty off taste because it just sits around yeah. for most of the well it's eating itself at that point there's they're it. eating the sugars that the yeast that was you know trying to do its own little thing with right now it's eating that and you're going to get autolyzed yeast and it's it's not good got it bevo didn't overspend on our dinner budget and she's she's slightly overspent and she's slightly. really excited about it so she had to stand in the room and and show me i was actually i haven't ordered yet i was making sure that was okay because i didn't oh, want to be Oh, it's fine. Beaten again. Sure. It's on Roger anyway. He's got a new brewery. Wait, wait, yeah. what, what, what? No, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's cool. I, credit. It's it was cool. like $123. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. Cool. Wait, what was the question? Yeah, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, Overpitching? <laughs> if you see a charge at Target.com, don't worry about it. <laughs> Burt Boys Brewing wants to know if you're going to do any lagers, Roger. And I don't think I've ever had a Roger Davis lager before. Well, Burt Boys to... Brewing can go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, as long as it's made with 001. <laughs> Yeah, we're good. Yeah. It's permanent. 62. It'll be a pill sale. No, that's Burt Boy. So he's a he's the old brewer at uh, Drake's. That uh, oh, who I look up to very uh, very high high regards. He's now the guy at Sam Adams. I think you guys have had him on the show. Sure, I know Burt. Hey Burt, how you doing? Because he's we? tall. I don't remember. I don't know if he's tall. Maybe we have. He's tall. Up to him, but uh, no, one of the things that uh, I remember many years ago was giving Burt shit about like you know, hey, you work at Twenty Tank, why don't you make a freaking goddamn pilsner? And uh, his his response was awesome. He was like, because I can turn that tank over three times. Why would I make a Pilsner? Right. And I said, because I really like Pilsners. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, exactly. That's the only answer I have. And yes, Bert, we will be making a Pilsner. Because we will have capacity. Good. And Bert, you can come out and brew it, too. And then go fuck yourself, apparently. And, yeah. And then, or a while. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. It doesn't matter <laughs> to me how long you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, here's another question. Uh, Roger, you've worked at breweries for many years, uh, but some people opening breweries say that now is the time to do it. Uh, how long do you think someone needs to work in a brewery uh, before opening their own? 
And this is a good question. I think a lot of people yeah. think, hey, I can open a brewery. Anybody can. How long do you think someone should work in the industry before they do it themselves? After. That, I mean, honestly, it's like, how do you answer that? Yeah. You can do whatever you want. But do you free think, world. clearly, I think you yeah. are a guy who's really primed in a, in the in the in the perfect position to open a brewery. You you've seen how they run, you've yeah. brewed the beer, you've you've really been through all of it. And he also has a lot of connections that help you through so, that transition. He's <laughs> blown exactly. a lot. Yeah. Uh, a lot of cocks gone through this mouth. <laughs> Do you think that a guy who just come out of school should open a brewery? It's entirely up to them. I mean, if they're ready, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. But, you know, but if you fail, then, you know, you know you. why you failed. Because <laughs> you see. didn't you didn't know enough before you went into it. You yeah. know, Do it like, till you know enough. Exactly. Right. You know, it's like, you know, that's a kind of a hard question to answer. I mean. Well, there's also the business aspect to it, not just the brewing yeah. Yeah. Right. side of it. Brewing's it's, one thing. The other thing is it, getting out there and marketing it and doing all that. Yeah. And Who's doing that for you? <laughs> not him. <laughs> You want the? Should we give you a Very pitch? Funny. Should we give you a proposal? Yes. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Back after this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys have a rad logo. I'll give you that. Marketing wise. Uh, oh, we already had to change that. What? We had to change it. You had to change the faction logo. Is it yeah. the one that's on our website right now? Yeah, oh. that's sold. You're kidding me. No. What's the change now? Just a middle finger. Roger, are you, you do this sometimes when you're just fucking with me. He's not actually. This no, is real. What happened? Uh, well, just copyright other, bullshit. Other, no, other breweries are using it, and there's a lot of like cutthroat stuff going on right now where people are suing other people because of this and that. And oh, yeah. wait a minute! In the brewing world, I in the craft beer world, and we just don't want to be any part of that. You know, we don't want to be like. So you just change it instead of dealing. Yeah, exactly. Does your new logo have a hop grenade in it? <laughs> Because I will be the first to sue you, Roger. <laughs> no, I, don't I will give a whoop shit. your ass. I will sue you tomorrow. Actually, it does. Sorry. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it's Roger's ass and a giant hop grenade. That's it. Right there. It's my ass dropping a hop grenade. <laughs> wait, wait. So, so this guy right here that I love is gone. That that logo right there. Can you see on the? You got to look on his computer, uh, not mine. Yeah, it's gone. Do you have a new one already? Yeah, I'm looking for it. Yeah, email so, me that. I'm gonna see the new one. Oh, that's too bad, Roger. It's nice, but uh, uh, there's a brewery revolution. Over in Chicago that has that. There's Iron Fist down in uh, San Diego. <laughs> Is that for real? Yeah. They shop at Adam and Eve. <laughs> Iron Fist. I, I didn't know if you are making hey, that I up. don't name the breweries, okay? <laughs> They're using the same one also? They're using something similar. Wow. And then uh, Rogue actually has that too. Oh, man. And Rogue has true. money. Yeah. It sucks because I just got this tattooed to my ass last weekend. <laughs> I was like, I'm so proud of Roger. I'm going to get his his logo tattooed to my I ass. I told you while I was doing it. I was like, this is a bad idea, <laughs> dude. But I was like, but no, I still got this. It'll look, <laughs> it'll look great. JP signed his name underneath. Yeah. Actually, I forgot to actually do the tattoo. I just wrote my name. <laughs> oh, phew. Yeah. <laughs> then we're good. <laughs> so I just have your name tattooed on my ass. Man, what a relief. All right. Uh, well, let's get a. We'll get a look at this new logo. Uh, in the meantime, we got some more to do here, so I got to get us to a break. We come back and do our Brewcaster Challenge announcement. I think Roger's going to hang out with us. So if you got more questions, triple eight four zero one beer, or put him in the chat room. Roger, it's. Um, I'm happy to hear about Faction opening. Uh, you don't have to change the name, do you? Not so, yet. Not that I know. Of. <laughs> we're now Traction Brewing <laughs> Company. We have Fraction. To. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> Fraction. <laughs> Can't sell in China. Yeah, right. Oh, Fraction. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, <laughs> speak, 
That's racist. Uh, Speaking of all this racist stuff, you guys, you guys heard about that KTVU thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was like stereo. Yes. Uh, nothing too soon about that, if you ask me. No. It's <laughs> just so messed up. It's so messed up. The, with the, with the, in case any of you are living on an island with the blind people. Alameda Island, that is. Uh, there's... Uh, it was a great uh, local news station reporting on the on the crash that reported all the names of the flight crew. Been laughing for like three days on the yeah, all, all the pilots. Yeah, the pilots, which was like you know, you too low, something Wong. something Wong. I mean, it's so Bing Dang Ow. But here's why it's terrible. funny. It's funny because of how idiotic broadcasters are. How stupid yes. news people are. How do you... Now, I, I tried to think about it because I've been a host uh, of this and some TV stuff and, you know, so I tried to think about if it was me, if I was the anchor person. I think I would have read one name. I would have gotten that far, I, I'll admit. I would have, you know, you're just reading the tele, teleprompter. I would have read the story live and so we now have the names and, and here they are. The, the pilot's name was Something Wong. And right afterward, that's where I, I really think I would have gotten it right red then. Red flag, red flag. I really think right then I would have went, I would have at least paused and looked ahead at the rest of the name. Well, that next one says, we too low. We too low. Hmm. Well, and I think you would have because you're not overly sensitive. And I think that's part of the reason he didn't catch that is because we're oversensitive to things that might be racist. <laughs> so she just kept reading. Yeah. yeah, because it's not up to that person, right? They, it was fact checked not only by the interns at KTVU, but the National Travel Agency the or NTSB, whatever. Yeah. yeah, like they confirmed it. So <laughs> it was double checked, double sourced. Right. Um, it just people think that it's, it's it, it, it wasn't really I didn't really laugh that hard because people died in that that's not funny well I mean well, it's, it's under the too soon category it's funny for, for what you said that people are part. stupid that's funny yeah that's, that part's funny but the fact that some jackass decided to try to be funny and, and make fun of a, a really terrible situation is yeah, stupid yeah people die all the time I don't know of course they do by but, the way one of them like made it through the crash got ejected from the airplane and then run over by an emergency oh, vehicle right. yeah, yeah but she might have before she was maybe before. but imagine if she didn't uh you can't even write that no. you know that's you can't even write that in a saturday that's night an like, oh my god thank god i <laughs> yeah <duh. laughs> survived a plane crash but not a truck i mean it's not funny in terms of loss of life although people die all the time it's part of our world uh mm. but the fact that the the broadcaster was able to read through not just one yeah all but, four. All yeah, four. or five. Might have even been five. Yeah, there were four. Uh, four, there four names. And still, and then just move on to the next story. Yeah. It wasn't, the apology didn't come until much later. She got through all four and then moved on to the next story. And all I could think was, what? <laughs> Why did you just so do that? If she got halfway through and realized she's being pranked on TV, do you have the dump button? I mean, does she have a way out at that well, point? She does. You do that, have a dump button. The director that crap does. Crap run on yeah. a delay. Yes. Yeah. Could somebody said, have yeah, been yeah, like, yeah. "This is wrong," and well, nobody did, and everyone's just sitting now on the production side. I could almost, I could almost see it happening. You're focused on five different things. You've, you know, the teleprompter's working. You know, the broadcast is working. You know, the camera's on her. You know that you're getting audio in your headphones. You might not actually listen to the content because that's not yeah, your job. Right. Uh, but the anchor person. I mean, we all remember Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. He'll read anything you put on a teleprompter. And this is proof of how the reason that movie is funny is because of the truth in the comedy. And how do you get through four names like that and not realize it's that stupid. somebody's fucking with you? Anyway, I say Yeah, good I stuff. think uh, even the, uh, the fact that she announced food.
fuck and not fuck. She did. Was yeah. like, yeah. Because it was F-U-K. And she's like, so she's Holy thinking fuck. enough to not say fuck. Yeah. Roger, you better... But not enough to realize that, that, it's the, like, that the name was, and, and that was Holy Fuck. The that, two previous names. You better call in and say that she too. pronounced the name wrong, Roger. <laughs> that was the third uh, name. It's pronounced fuck, not fuck. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Roger, thanks for coming in. Uh, please stay with us if you've got the time to do so. When we come back, the newest Brewcaster Challenge. People competing. We are fucked. And holy shit. We'll be right back. It's the session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. for all the stuff you need to brew. Homebrewstuff.com, of course. In their Boise, Idaho storefront and warehouse, they have more than 750 craft beers and 8,000 square feet of homebrew products in stock. The staff at Homebrew Stuff are homebrewers themselves. They try out just about everything, including the beer, so they can answer your questions knowledgeably and correctly about brewing, kegging, and anything else you might need to ask. Don't live near the Homebrew Stuff store? Visit homebrewstuff.com online and take advantage of their $7.95 domestic shipping available on most orders. Homebrewstuff.com is a proud sponsor of the AHA, NHC, GABF, and countless other acronyms. So if you're a homebrewer looking for great people, a great selection, and great deals, head to homebrewstuff.com online or in person. Visit their YouTube channel for loads of free how-to and product videos. All of the stuff you need to brew. Homebrewstuff.com Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs, and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800- 782-7019 and get the five-star treatment today. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the intuitive beer gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The Auto Sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. 
Are you a member of the American Homebrewers Association? Well, you should be. Members of the AHA can focus on brewing beer, and the AHA takes care of the rest. The American Homebrewers Association advocates on behalf of homebrewers like you to legalize the hobby in all 50 states and make sure that beer laws make sense. Plus, there are many great benefits that come with your AHA membership, like AHA member deals that give you awesome deals at bars, restaurants, breweries, and more. Zymer G Magazine and eZymergy for tons of articles, how-tos, easy-to-follow recipes, and news about the hobby you love, and access to the members-only content on homebrewersassociation.org. But the AHA can't do it without your support. Join today so the American Homebrewers Association can keep fighting for your homebrewing rights. Visit homebrewersassociation.org or join now from the homepage of the Brewing Network website. Relax. Don't worry. It's the American Homebrewers Association. By popular vote from the Northwest Brewing News, HopTech has been voted the best homebrew shop in Northern California. Serving homebrewers for nearly 30 years in Dublin, California, HopTech carries more than 40 different kinds of hops and more than 60 different grains. Malt extract, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts. Open every day except Wednesday or shop online anytime at HopTech.com or call 1-800-DRY-HOPS, 1-800-379-4677. With in-store classes almost every Saturday, huge selection and a dedicated commitment to their customers, HopTech is one of the longest-running and passionate homebrew stores, period. And now, by popular vote, the best homebrew shop in Northern California. And don't forget their 15% military discount. HopTech. Visit today at HopTech.com. Mix me your 100-grain amber recipe, and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Dear people, let your hair hang low. My people, let your hair hang low. I'll bring you more gold than those teacups can hold. My people. Dear Bevel, your big boobies I long to see. Delicious and round, hang on while I pound your big boobies, my mind I see. Oh, I dream of your hair down there. Lovely people, do you have hair down there? 
Till I'm dreaming of your hair Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. We got more to do today. We got our Brewcaster Challenge announcement coming up in just a second. But first, we got a phone call uh, from Roberto from HopTech. Roberto, what's hey, happening? Hey, how are you, buddy? Hey, what? You know, I I, I do have one slight problem. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I got I got the the newsletter. The BN I newsletter. Love the yeah. Picture of. Yeah, I, I love the picture of the the homebrew club of the year. Oh yeah, with everybody there. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Okay. See the two photographers. Uh, hang on, I'm looking at it now. Uh, I do. Oh, I oh, see them. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, those are my credentials between them. Wait, what? So your problem is that you aren't those are my credentials. My BN credentials. You got blocked. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not there. So why couldn't you guys get one of the pictures from the guys in front? The guys that were in the way. Yeah, um, I, that, now, that would really be nice. I'm working JP, on Why it. couldn't I, we get no, that? Didn't, you know, I love. I love you. I love you. I love you. But <laughs> uh, the, yeah, I'm just slightly irked. I'm working on it. Now, I sent JP this photo because I said, hey, this one looks good, but can we also look and get some of the pro photos? What happened uh, there, JP? Um, I sent out an email and I got no response yet. Nothing back yet. Nope. But I'm working on it. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, okay. Uh, should I call back then? <laughs> yes. <laughs> call, call back in 10 minutes. <laughs> and we'll also, we're going to update our Facebook page. Uh, photo with the one we get from the guys in front. So yes. you will be on our Facebook page. You know, I think paid our dues for that picture. What's that? I mean, I had a load of fun in Philly. Good. I'm glad you did, Roberto. And you deserve to be in the photograph, God damn it. Yeah! I'll draw you yeah. in in Photoshop, bro. Yes. Um, you know the best part? We had the entire balcony to ourselves uh, watching the the BN uh, hey. the, the, the anniversary party. Oh, yeah. We had a couch. Nice. With, with a bar with six taps behind us, and nobody knew how to get up to it. Perfect. That's why you were <laughs> VIPs, man. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we snuck up there. <laughs> we weren't VIP. We snuck up. I, I, I don't. That was that wasn't supposed to get out. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. All right, I gotta go, Roberto. But you're you're right on the photograph. You're absolutely correct. I will get it fixed, and uh, we will we'll post a new one. Are you gonna do it soon? <laughs> Thank you. By we, I mean JP. Shit. Thanks, Roberto. I gotta go. I'm very sorry. Uh, okay. No, he's sorry. <laughs> I got a lot to get to. Because it's time to announce the Brewcaster Challenge. It's our uh, our latest one. Uh, anybody remember what? Nathan, do you remember what happened in the last Brewcaster Challenge? I have no idea. You don't totally remember. blacked out. No, I think I won. Something uh, I cash know. cash prize. I'm waiting for it. Cash prize. Yeah. You realize that now uh, there have been two rounds, and you are in the short company of the loser bracket with me. Exactly. <laughs> You're now in the losers bracket with me, Nathan. 
It's great company. Yeah. Is there going to be a runoff of the of the loser bracket? We're going to well, make carpet porter at the end of it or something. I don't know. It's going to be great. There is like there is there is probably still going to be a losers bracket competition. So you're not out, and uh, neither am I. Although we are out from the championship. I, it's a single elimination tournament. So the only way you can become the brewcaster champion for this year is to have never lost a round, like me. So your like, cash like prize JP? will just be smaller. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, the moment everybody's been waiting for. Who's next on the Brewcaster Challenge? A lot of speculation, of course. Uh, yeah, well, if we have a soundboard, we can do a drum roll. We're going to get a beer from Moscow? Uh, Mos- Moscow is in the Brewcaster Challenge tournament. That's Yes, he is. Uh, so are some others that you might be surprised to learn about. Oh, But this one will be competed against between... Doc and John Plisse, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I've got John Plisse on the line right now. Pity G himself. P Town. The gauntlet has been thrown. It's you versus Doc. I'll tell you your style in a minute, but do you accept the challenge? Is that a no? Word. Word. He's in. He's in. We're putting you. Think about yes. it. He's in. That a boy. John's in. Uh, Doc, are you in? I am in. Okay. Here we go. Now listen. I I have the feeling that John feels like he was thrown in this willy nilly and that he's the underdog, but that is actually not the case whatsoever. We had to think about um, who can compete against against Doc. The same as we had to think about Nathan and Tasty and leveling the playing field. We already have a plan for Jamil, and you know Jamil is a tough one. Nobody. Uh, <laughs> so we needed somebody who can brew as cleanly and consistently as Doc does. And John, whether you remember that or not, that's you, buddy. It's you. There was a lot of speculation going on at NHC. Everybody was talking to me about Thanks. it. Thanks. Did anybody did anybody pick John? I think somebody it, it was it was in the realm a little bit. Yeah, it was. He's the dark horse. And uh, <laughs> racist. It, 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 it more than Three or four people came up separately, and we're all talking about this. What were the other names that we might put <laughs> uh, you against? Jamil was Racist in there. Fuck. Yeah, Jamil was in there. Uh, Moscow was even in there. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here's what we have. We have John Plisse, who, by the way, is involved with the uh, newest version of the Jamil Show, Brewing with Style. He's back doing style coverage along with Tasty and Jamil, and he's involved in the Brewcaster Challenge. He's agreed to challenge Doc. Uh, now comes the style. Oh, God. The oh, are you ready? <laughs> now, again, we tried to pick things that are as neutral as possible, just like we did with Nathan and Tasty. This is brutal. <laughs> no, I'm not ready. No, I'm not. <laughs> Make You're, these guys do an IPA or something. Man up, please that's what, I was, that's what I'm afraid of. We, we were thinking IPA, but we... It's not IPA. We steered away from that. We yes. also couldn't do. You know, I wanted to throw. I wanted to give Johnny, you know, a, a real chance to shine. But that's not the rules. That's not how we do it. I wanted to do like a Hellas or something because they're both great lager brewers. But I couldn't put it more in one guy's wheelhouse than the other. That's not how this works. Now this will be dirt. So, <laughs> well, and it's very anti wheelhouse. I don't even want the beers to be in anybody's wheelhouse. Well, right. 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 Then I was thinking, you know, oh, Christmas ale or something weird like that. Yeah, but then we didn't want to. I didn't want to <laughs> have to taste those goddamn things. Yeah. Don't think that wasn't on the table. 
<laughs> That'll be the championship. You can do that later. John, shut that baby up. Yes, for real. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. Really Your baby can. can cry all she wants. I think he's on a delay. I she's think a lovely a baby. I think it's like a five-second delay. <laughs> I know no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we must have a long I got the. I got the... It's a horrible delay, man. Okay. It's brutal. Well, just hang in there, John. Don't, don't say anything, and, and I'll tell you when to speak. <laughs> it's just yeah. like old times. Yeah. Five, five seconds before you should. <laughs> Talk. It's like old times. Yeah. Uh, all right. Your style. Uh, you accept it. Yeah. It's not like he's shushing you. Hey, I want to know who picked this. He's laughing. Um, Your style, John, that you'll learn in five minutes after the delay <laughs> is... I have to sneeze. Blaster. It's such a weird style. I, I, it, but we thought we, we were really looking through and we wanted good content. Rogan beer. You guys have oh. to brew us a Rogan beer. Really? Which is what, isn't it essentially. Um, Rogan beer. It's a, you it's guys a, have to brew us a Rogan beer. No, now we can hear it through. I know, I sound great. Uh, it does sound good. Uh, Might be his speakers. Yeah. Sounds kind of an audio. John's problem. not on a headset, so. Um, John, do me a favor. Call us up on the phone. 888-401-BEER. Let's do it that way. 888-401-BEER. That's going to be much better than Skype. 888-401-BEER. Um, so Rogan Beer is the style, Doc, that the yeah. two of you have to brew. Nice. Um, so, yeah, you'd like... Oh, you can't drink those. JP, why did we... Uh, well, I'm not a big fan of it because... And we're going to learn all about the style, so I won't go too deeply uh, into it. I'm not a huge fan, but uh, JP, help us. Uh, why do we think that Rogan Beer is a good style for these two guys? Um, I think because they both brew really clean beers. And and kind of every other style we, we covered, it seemed like there was either an advantage one way or the other, or more often than not, both of them. Yeah. So Rogan Beer, it's a, it's a German rye style of beer with wheat in it. and I think coming off of the wit beer it, it kind of you know stuck with that summer brewing type theme yeah and it, it seems pretty hard I mean it's you know it, it's not a, a beer you see around and we kind of wanted to challenge these guys we also try to think about what we've heard you guys talk about and what you've brought into the shows and what you've competed with we're doing that with everybody and and when JP brought up Rogan beer I thought well shit I, I haven't heard that from me I certainly haven't heard it from from John and I, I don't think I've heard it from Doc so uh, it's it's also kind of cool, content-wise, to get some of these rare styles in here because, um, as you, you'll hear from our, our next guest, a Rogan beer is even tough to find commercially. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's the perfect style for homebrewers to learn about because it's something that we can do that you're not going to find on the shelf. I think I've only had a one handful of uh, homebrewer ones ever. Got it. So, yeah, it's not something you see around very much. Okay. John's right. on line two. He's on two. All right, perfect. Uh, let me see if we get him. John, you with us? Yeah. There we go. That's better. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're talking. We've announced a style. You've got to brew a Rogan beer, my friend, and you got to brew it against Doc. What we've done to to start out the discussion, and John, Doc, you're both free to, of course, take notes and ask questions. Uh, this kind of kicks off the whole challenge and the beer. We've brought in BJCP Master Judge, our friend Lee Shepard, to come on the program and talk to us a little bit about what a Rogan beer is. Lee, are you with us? Yeah, right here. Thanks for being with us. I appreciate it, brother. Sure. So, tell us a little bit about a Rogan beer and, and what we can expect out of it, and uh, how these guys can can potentially get started brewing one. Yeah, it's a little hard to say what to expect out of it. There's so few commercial examples; they're almost completely unavailable in the U.S. Right. Um, 
Yeah, it's like you're shooting for a book target here in some ways. Um, I have actually had a reasonably not so fresh but real version of it. But really, just looking at the recipes and everything on this, what you're really shooting for, think like a Dunkelweizen, the okay. Hefeweizen, dark malt. Take out the wheat and substitute rye malt. Got it. And that's where you're looking for. So it's a half a yeast. It's that same kind of clovey banana yeast. Um, your rye malt, probably 40 to 60% of your grist. Some Munich malt, maybe some Munich, and the balance would be Pilsner. Get it a nice sort of medium to dark brown color, depending what you feel like. Maybe a touch of carafa to darken it up. It's up to you. Um, 10 to 20 IBUs, a little bit bitter on the balance in a, a Hessa, but not that much. Um, after that, you're kind of on your own. <laughs> you know? I mean, honestly, you can get um, a number of good Hessas imported into the country, and it's hard to find one fresh, but, you know, if you've got a good German restaurant or bar nearby, you can get one at least reasonable. Yeah. Finding an imported Rogan beer Finding one in Germany is hard enough. I found one at a place I was at a couple of years ago in Germany. It was pretty good, but it was obviously a little bit old. Okay. It tasted about like what you'd expect. You know, a little bit of that kind of spicy, minty flavor from the rye, but it had a little bit of sherry because it was getting kind of old. Some cherry, maybe from some Munich malt, bubblegum, clove from the yeast. Nice, nice balance. It was kind of similar to a Hessa, but it had that, that rye character instead of the wheat character. Okay. So it was nice and creamy. It wasn't hot and astringent. You want it nice and fresh and young. You know, it's, it's, this is a beer you make and you drink. It's not something to store. Well, that's good for us because we wanted it brewed, you know, semi-quickly and brought in here fresh. I will, and I want to ask you, you guys can ask anything you want to, uh, contestants, but I wanted to, to bring up, uh, first of all, something that stands out to me about this beer is that there's two things I really don't like about this style <laughs> beer. One of them is the is the clove and banana characteristic. The other one is the rye characteristic. But that's what I want to bring up. I've come to appreciate rye in small amounts, but Lee, you mentioned anywhere from 40 to 60% in this beer. That's kind of the classic formulation as, as far as I can tell. And honestly, I'm going on book learning a lot. I've never brewed one of these myself. Okay. I went and, I went and brewed one with a friend a couple of years ago. And um, there's actually a couple of technical issues that come up with that, which you get to in a minute. But yeah, yeah, you're talking now 50% plus or minus rye here. Right. Um, basically, just like the wheat you would put in a Hefeweizen. Right. So that flavor becomes a pretty dominant component of your beer here. And it's not, it's not like a, you know, it's not like a, you know, super pungent hop kind of character, but it's like the wheat in a Hefe. Eating the wheat and the Hefe, you get this nice bready flavor, this nice white bread flavor of the wheat that comes through there and some of the aromatics of the rye. You get this little bit of spiciness, a little bit of a maybe a minty quality. It's nice and fresh. Yeah. And that's what the beer is about. Okay. That and the Hefe yeast. And it's weird. I don't, I don't claim to understand this, but the tradition, <laughs> as far as I know, delivered by DJCP, and it was backed up in the one example, you know, the Thurnan Taxis that I had when I was over in Germany a couple of years ago. It has a half a yeast in it, so it's that sort of banana clove profile. Okay. All right. Before we get into what problems, uh, ha- you know, having that much rye uh, is, we'll go back to that late. Uh, John, uh, what are you thinking so far about this style of beer? Um, it's probably the hardest beer to mash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's probably the hardest beer to ferment. Um, high levels of protein. Um, I'm going to have to mash very low. 
get a high, high amount of beta-glucan enzymes converting, um, get the, that sugar made. I think I'm thinking about doing uh, two different mashes and blending them in the boil <clears throat> just to get the rye flavor. I think it's suicide to blend a, a Weizen yeast or the rye malt. It sounds stupid. Um, so uh, I will brew it to style, but I'm actually going to split the work 50-50, and I'm going to go a, a Kolsch yeast. And then wow. we'll see where it goes from there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we picked John Plisse <laughs> to go against Doc. You see how he thinks about it? He, he's really coming at it from the scientific side and how he can get the most out of his fermentation as well. And... Um, you know, he's almost going a little tasty route there that he's going to have some split batch to, to possibly options, yeah. to blend, huh, Tasty? Yeah. Taking a page out of your playbook. Tasty and Doc, two mentors, so <laughs> i got to bring it strong. <laughs> All right, Doc, what are your thoughts hearing about this style? Well, the same thing he was talking about. Uh, it's going to be a mashing hell. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking maybe even decoction. Uh, all right. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the yeast is going to be trouble for me to pick between these. Uh, the vine Stefan's a pain in the ass. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I, I like the F4 yeast. It's just my preference on it. And I, I, I like rye in my whiskey. I don't really like it in my beer. All right. So <laughs> I, I'm going to have trouble telling if this is a good one or not. Okay. It's one of those... <laughs> And I am too. To be, I'm thinking about judging this thing, and we're definitely going to need more judges in here. Definitely get Lee and Brian in here, I think, uh, to help us out because I'm going to be picking between two beers I probably don't like very much. Yeah. And if one of them, by the way, I do like, uh, there you go. That'll be it'll be it'll just be like, well, there you go. I actually like a Rogan beer, uh, and that'll be the winner. Lee, both of them and uh, our contestants, and you've mentioned the difficulty with rye. Now I know the difficulty that wheat. Uh, presents in a, in a mash and and a stuck mash in particular is rye the same? What is the problem with mashing rye? Rye is similar. It's got no husk, so it's like wheat. You mash it in, and if you got fifty percent rye in there, you're not going to get the husk you need to get a good filtration in your mash necessarily. So you have to worry about that. But there's one other thing I throw on top of it. I think rye has a lot of glucan. Uh, so it tends to be a really gummy, thick, mucilaginous kind of <laughs> mash. Got it. If I'm choosing my words, so I did a I did a beer with a friend of mine a couple years ago. It was kind of a tall, narrow mash tun, so it wasn't the best geometry for this sort of thing. But it was about a 50, 60 percent rye beer. We mashed this thing in at about one fifty, and um, you know, it didn't pay much attention to rice hulls or anything like that. Most of the recipes for this beer will mention put rice hulls in. I think it's a great idea unless you're completely hung up on rice boats. Um, but what we found when we did that is you mash it in, it'll convert. You know, you can get your iodine test down and everything. But you try and louder that out, you open the valve, and it drips like a runny nose. I mean, it is just goo. <laughs> That's mucilaginous. Goopy. Sticky, gunky wart that comes out of there. I think if you want to do this, I mean, the rice hulls are a great idea. You should pay a little attention, and it's up to you know the brewers to decide whether they want to do this or not. Yeah, things like gluconate rest. Okay, um, because there's a lot of glucans in the rice. I mean, you can do beta gluconate rest down the 95 to 115 range. You get a fair amount of activity up in the 130 to 140 range, like with your low temperature amylase. 
Uh, but you get more down the lower range, too. It's a different set of gluconases. Um, there's a lot of that in rye. And if you start hitting 40%, 50%, I think that's something to at least think about. I would research that a bit and think about whether you want to do that kind of a rest on your rye. And if you do or you don't, I would definitely consider some rice hulls in there because you're just going to be short on filter bed sort of properties with this, just like a HEPA. Okay. And the traditional thing, you know, they do this in the, the big mash stones with the keys, you know, these rotating knives that cut the mash bed top so you can get some flow through them. It's really difficult to do this. This is not an easy mash. Perfect. So these you, are all you the things I want to do. Thanks a lot. Here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other thing, I mean, in terms of what you should expect out of drinkability out of this beer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, you guys just sound like you're not really keen on rye beers, but you know, the one I had, it was a little bit, it was a little bit sherry, but honestly, it was a damn nice beer. Well, it had a nice little bit of mint and spice in it, and it was just, just really, really good. I, I have to say, we're going to have to work hard as as judges in the meantime to find ourselves a good example of a Rogan beer. Because I don't think it's going to be fair to the two contestants if we have no idea what it should be like. I really don't. So You're, you're, you're right. And yeah. honestly, good luck. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a real German Rogan beer in the U.S. Okay. You know, I found a couple bottles when I was in a good German beer bar in Germany. Um, the only one I can name off the top of my head is the Thurn and Taxis, which is a polymer product, but I don't think they export it anymore. They used to, but I don't think they do anymore. I have I a mean, friend. Maybe you can reach out to your folks and get some, but. I don't know if she still does, but I do have a friend that works at Polliner in Munich. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to call out right now to our German listeners if you can be on the, uh, you know, be on the lookout for a, a good Rogan beer that you might be able to send to us. Uh, we'll, we'll help you take care of shipping. I'll reach out to my friend, see if she's still at Polliner, see if we can get that beer. I, I do genuinely think it's it's uh, we need to know what one tastes like a little bit. And and I I also I like how Lee started that it's kind of. You, you do have a lot of leeway. You can you can make your own Rogan beer. So I, I don't feel like we need to hold you so strictly, but I do think we need to know what one tastes like. Agreed. Uh, so I'm going to yeah. work hard on, on getting that out there, and then you guys can... I think you're free to make it make your own interpretation. Just like every other Brewcaster Challenge, it's kind of a best-in-show competition. Please say, if you haven't listened to them, at the end of the day, we're not uh, pulling out a BJCP score sheet and scoring these things. It's a best-in-show type of evaluation. But I, sure. I will I will still say, in fairness to the two of you, uh, I'm going to work real hard to, to make sure we get to taste a Rogan beer, uh, at least a, a, as close as we can get uh, beforehand, so that we, we're holding ourselves to the same standards that we're holding the two of you. Uh, I think uh, Doc and I should agree upon using at least 50% rye. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was easy. <laughs> Doc. <laughs> All, right. All right. I got this. Whatever. <laughs> no, I, I just think, you know. No, but that's a good Doc call, John. It. John and I still brewing this blind. Yeah. And you guys go, oh, we should probably taste one before we judge it. Well, <laughs> shouldn't we taste one before we brew? You brew it. Nah, fuck it. Just read the <laughs> recipe. You'll be fine. Right. Hey, when when Justin and I did this, there was not even a style for the beer that we did. So I don't want to hear you whining, Doc. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, except that we are sort of holding them to yeah, a style. Yeah. Uh, but, John, I, you know what? I like that you've thrown that down because, as Lee said, if that's kind of the range, I, yes. Do 50% at least, and, and that, I think that's a pretty good rule for the two of you guys to have to, to do. I think we're going to learn a lot from this challenge because we're going to get to hear about how to brew with that much rye. Uh, John, If I unless you've upgraded your system, um, I remember before ever starting the Brewing Network, I went and brewed with you. You've got the tall, skinny kettles like I have too, right? Yes. 
Yeah, same system. Yeah, so you've got kind of a... Of a and in fact, docks aren't the big, yeah. fat, wide no, ones either. Not. Um, so both of you, I think, will have the same challenges that, that Lee mentioned when he brewed it with his buddy uh, in terms yeah. of getting that goo out of the out of the mash tun. Yeah, you guys might right want to borrow somebody's nice flat wide picnic cooler mash tun for this one. You know, that you would know, be just, interesting. Just to get that surface area to depth ratio down. Okay. I like that you bring it up, Lee. Obviously, the guys will choose whatever they want to do, but it would make even for interesting conversation for one of them to come back and say, I didn't use my own tried-and-true system. I actually stepped outside the box for this other other mash tun. So uh, whatever you guys decide to do, I think we're going to end up with some good material. And uh, I know, you know, with all these challenges, I know we're going to end up with two awesome beers, too. The, the two of you knew how to brew. In John Plissé already talking about the research he's done and, and beta-glucans. John, this is exactly why you're good for this challenge. Because, you know, whereas Tasty has tricks up his sleeve and Nathan is a consistent brewer uh, and uh, there's me and JP, whatever we do. Uh, John's a researcher. He's a guy who wants to look at it all. And, and even if he's never done it, it it's, he's not going to go into it blindly. Uh, Doc... I think we'll have a little overconfidence in his <laughs> in his brewing competency. I don't, you mean you mean our doc, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? So, but all of this stuff yeah. makes for great radio. So I'm excited about this challenge. Doc's going to destroy it. He's going to. I'm going to be just like on my knees, like Hallelujah, you're the man. No, we could on. both crash and burn. <laughs> you could, and and Justin's going to be able to smile because it's going to be good radio. <laughs> well, think about That's it. What the, he wants. You know the the <laughs> failure that Nathan had with his the only thing that held him back failure was. The, <laughs> Was was the one thing we never would have expected to come out of Nathan, and that is not fully attenuating a beer. We never would have expected that out of Nathan. Yeah, but did you hear what he did to try to remedy that situation? Every all the stuff he pulled out of his hat, which is try. why I didn't yeah. throw enzyme in there. It made too much good radio to kind of go with it as it was. <laughs> right? Yeah. So this is this is the good stuff. Well, Lee, uh, you know. You might end up being the only qualified judge in the room. We got to have you back to help us taste these. Oh, happy to do it. Yeah, let me know. Okay. I think he's the only person I've met who's really had one. In it's Germany. actually had yeah. it. Yeah, I, I can round up a few other folks, but yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, you can't get them over here, as far as I know. All right. Yeah, we're going to have to have them imported directly. I think I'll see what I can do on that. I'm glad to have oh, you yeah. describe Send it me to a us. Few. I will. I'll get extra for yeah. you. You got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lee, the only person on the planet who likes Rogan beer. <laughs> or at least in America. <laughs> yeah. I've had a couple of really good ones in judging, but you obviously have. those are locally homebrew stuff. So. But they seems, were excellent. It seems like the style to enter if you want to win a competition. Doesn't it? <laughs> enter Rogan beer. Sounds good. I think I'd like it. All right. You might. Uh, in fact, yeah, we all you might. said about like. oral sex. <laughs> no, no, she I didn't. never said that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Lee, thanks very much for your time. I appreciate it, brother. Sure, no worries. Talk All right, to you soon. cheers. Bye. All right, John, please say uh, you're in the thick of it now, my friend. Yeah, you are. Thanks, bud. <laughs> I look forward to it. I'm, I'm brewing it this weekend. Oh, you are? Coming up. Uh, Doc, yeah. what about you? Have you got it on your calendar? Uh, I, I was thinking probably. This, it depends on when you need it by. But Well, if you can do let me throw it out there. Uh, we're looking at possibly doing the finale of this show. on. Uh, it's a Monday, August 19th. So if John's brewing this weekend, that fits. If you can... Uh, this coming weekend, it should fit too. We can push it a week or two, but that would be our well, ideal. The thing day. is, that we need it to be fresh. Yeah, and 
We'll take a look at it and get back to us. Um, but you do need to work with John, whatever you decide. Because if, if it turns out you can't brew for two weeks, John might want to wait for, uh, for the freshness factor. So just make sure the two of you are being fair. And uh, uh, I don't have anything down on the 19th right now. So... Um so getting, but you still, but you got to brew it obviously in time for it to be ready. So yeah. look, look at the whole thing, work with John, and then we'll we'll let the listeners know exactly when it's going to hey, be. The more time I have, the better because I'm I'm lagering it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he's throwing out some tips already. I love it. All right, let's just shoot for the nineteenth. Let's just do that. Okay, it's so, in the calendar. All right, so finale on the nineteenth. You guys will let me know if if anything else happens, John. We will want you to be in the studio uh, for that, of for course. Sure. Um, and I'm excited about this challenge. This is going to be a good one, I think. Uh, we're going to get a lot of brewing techniques out of it and from two uh, excellent brewers. John brought up that John uh, that Doc, Doc just did so well at the NHC competition, but John's done pretty do well. goddamn he well. He coffee. Yeah, but, you know, John... He, he killed, he did great. You've done pretty well in competition yourself before retiring to dadhood. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're no slouch, and that's why we thought, who are we going to... Ar- we already had Jamel tied up, and we thought, the only other person around that can do the Doc competition is going to be John, so... It's I'm excited. funny, when you, when, when you said I was going against Doc, I was like, I brewed with Doc. <laughs> and I know how Doc brews. Yeah, right. What oh. would Doc do? Well, the- and then I started thinking, I know what Doc's going to do. There you go. Is that going to give you uh, an inside uh, edge there, buddy? Yeah, it might. I hope so. No, I just know he's going to... I've seen his mash done, man, and he's going to go crazy with that mash. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Only he'll be able to touch it. Triple decoction, you know, controlled temperature while playing, like, softball with his kids out front, you know, (laughs) coming back, you know, drinking some beer, saying hi to the wife, going back out front, mash it again. Oh, it's time, you know. But maybe... Maybe Doc's gotten lazy in his old age. I don't know. Maybe he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Their malt's all modulated now. It'll it's be close fine. Modulated. <laughs> so modulated. Yeah. Just, yeah. I like John. John paints a picture like Norman Rockwell esque of like the, you know Doc will be out there just smoking on his pipe and looking at the sunrise, and a bird will fly and land on his arm, and he'll say hi, bird, and he'll fly away, and right. then the beer will be done. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, I'll be droning no. on and on over the hot kettles. John's a scheming little bastard, Doc. I would watch out if I were you. Yeah, there's probably going to be you know a hidden camera. <laughs> right. Yeah, look out. Uh, all right, John. Thank you for uh, participating. And, um, yeah, there we have it. Uh, keep us up to date. I'll try to bring my daughter, too. Beautiful. Bring her in. We'll get her drunk, too. Yeah. Yeah. Her first beer will be a rye beer. <laughs> yeah. Ruin her. <laughs> All right, thanks, brother. See you guys. There we go. All right, your latest brewcaster challenge, Doc and John Plissay. It's going to be good. Broken beer? Come on. Broken Rogan beer. Uh We'll finally get to taste some really good ones now with you two guys. Welcome. (laughs) Vivo, am I reading correctly who's on line three? Yes. Yes. How is that possible? I don't know. I don't even know who this dude is. It's possible. This is before my time, I think. This is so far before Bevo's time. So far before Moscow's time. I'm not even. Uh, I'm not even. Uh, I don't know that this next guest exists. Uh, uh, that's the rumor. I think he should get a warm up clap first of all. On the phone right now. From a uh, uh, speaking of blast from the past, which we have coming up for you in from? a second. <laughs> Lufa is on the Lufa. line. Lufa. Wow. What's happening, buddy? 
Oh, not much. Just uh, <laughs> hanging out. Had a little brew day today. Taught somebody else how to do the shit. All right, talk to you later. But yeah. you're, <laughs> you're still alive. Yeah, yeah just hanging out. Yeah, wow. so I am. I thought I maybe... I just hermit for a few years. I see. I couldn't tell if it was Hermit or you or, or somebody died or, or we just, you just you just fell off the face of the earth, Lufa. He just said Flufa to the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. So stupid. Yeah, I'm, I'm liable to do it again when I get off the phone. <laughs> yeah, especially the way this is going. He has families in eight different cities. We've brought back John Plesse. Yeah. Uh, Chad's about to be back in the program, right. and Lufa calls in. Wow. And, and Roger's here from some of our. I think in the first year we had Roger this is on. Two thousand six, right now, right here. Uh, yeah, this goes on like the third show. Yeah, what a weird. It's like before the internet existed. Why? <laughs> Just before. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I had hair back then. But you're still brewing, Lufa. Well, no, it was it was way way after that. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't for about a year because we were gearing up for a big multi-state move and all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to get all my kegs emptied and whatnot. All right. So we just got all settled into the new... Well, I mean, I still made a couple of needs and ciders and things like that, but, you know. Got it. Where are you living now? Backed off the brewing. Lafayette, Indiana. What's your address? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's going to happen. Are you, uh, are you still driving trains? Um, yes, more or less. I pretty much build them for the people that drive them now. I so see. I don't have to leave town and go away from home for days on end. There you go. So, you know, I work on Monday to Friday. I go build trains or just sit around mainly. Wow. <laughs> just sit around just sit mainly. Around. Yeah. Well, that's why they're crashing all over the place. <laughs> Lou was just sitting around. He's supposed to be building safe yeah. trains. Ouch. Or at least driving them the right way. <laughs> I have yeah. to admit, Lufa, well, you know, I, I thought you, you know, set fire to your Brewing Network card, and uh, we'd never hear from me again. Well, you know, thank Code. He badgered me into it. Who did? So, oh, I got a text okay. from him tonight, Code. Got it. Telling you that it's a nostalgia show and you should call in? Well, yeah, get in the chat. Then I get in the chat, and everybody's like, call in. Okay. Nice. You know, I just don't get on the internet much anymore. Well, that's all right. You're probably smarter so, for it. I don't even think they have that anymore. <laughs> the internet. Yeah, yeah I just... I, you know, I got to a point in my life where I'm like, why am I looking at all this crap all the time? I could actually, you know, make something or <laughs> do take something a nap. Like trains. Yeah, take that. Do something yeah. useful. You know, I will say, of all the people, the uh, early on listeners who have bailed out, it's usually because of alcoholism yeah. or loss of job or whatever. Or trans- Lufa has the best reason. He's like, I just have better things to do, man. Than be on the internet. <laughs> Just the entire internet. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'll look at Reddit for like 10 or 15 minutes a day. That's about it. I'll check my email. Fair enough. Look yeah, at a little porn. That. You know, uh-huh. that's it. And I'm off. I'm off. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it's a good life. <laughs> it is a good life. Just to yeah. sit Sounds like there. my life. Just you know, to sit I around. Download, I download my Game of Thrones or whatever. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lufa. Well, I'll, hey, it's nice to hear your voice. It really is. So it's good. I'm glad to hear you're doing well. And um, I don't know. Keep doing well, and, and don't pollute your mind with this bullshit. I love it. Yeah. No our, plan A. Our, our bullshit's fine. <laughs> Ours is fine. Oh, it's the other. It's bullshit. the rest of the internet that's terrible. You're so. you're right. Thank you. All right, Lufa. Thanks, yeah. brother. I was actually. All right. Talk to you all later. Cheers, man. <laughs> I was actually going to say, oh, shit. Yeah. Well, now I can't leave you in my will, so right. i got to go. Oh, damn, we're not going to get a train. He'll tell us the rest of that in five years. Just <laughs> sit tight. Meanwhile, Crowdtrot's going to call in next. Yeah. 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 I was wondering who else is going to crawl up. Oh, boy. Too much to get to, to.
do all this nostalgia. Yeah. All right, real quick before the break, don't forget you can go to adamandeve.com right now. We can? And, uh, for a limited time only, well, you get you. 50% off just about any one item, um, and then you get free shipping, and then you get three free DVDs from genres such as... Uh, Opening a brewery. Clowns. <laughs> yeah. College. College. Uh, anal. Milf. Big uh, tits. Busty. Busty. <laughs> that's big, yeah. Busty. Ebony. Uh, Asian. Uh, you know, that, that's in the news right now. BBW. Uh, Too soon. What is BBW? Big black woman? Big beautiful woman. Oh. All right, BBW, you can go to that one. <laughs> Give me a couple of big teeny ones and, and four BB dubs. <laughs> <laughs> and a tall boy fucking, fucking mad dog 2020. Use coupon code BNARMY. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y. I'm going to put this out there right now. Everybody listening at this moment, if you've never ordered from Adam and Eve and, um, and, you're, and you're not single, uh, order right now. Go to adamy.com. Use coupon code BNARMY. They're a good sponsor of ours, and uh, you can get a bunch of stuff to spice up your life. If you haven't had sex in three months, go to adamandeve.com right now. I with somebody else. And then have your wife open up the <laughs> gifts, and she'll go, we're still not having sex because you just bought all these things. I can yeah. do it myself. That's really creepy. Now go on a business trip. adamandeve.com, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, how about this? Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to play Stump the Stoner with our old friend Chad. We'll find out what Chad's up to. Um, driving trains like Lufa? I don't know. I think he's about to get married. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their new Snaplock stainless steel camlock fittings will make connecting your pump or heat exchanger quick and easy. Or check out their exclusive paintball tank-based draft beer equipment. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. 
you know, the Brewing Network's very own code writing fool's son, Ryan Wolf, has opened a beer mecca in Missouri. The Wolf Brow House of Beer has hundreds of beers from all over the world and is conveniently close to I-70 in St. Peter's. Free tastings, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m., featuring special guests from local breweries. The best build-your-own six-pack around with every style represented. And kegged craft beer available for your kegerator, too. There's always something new at the Wolf Brow House of Beer. New and hard to find beer every week. No two visits are the same, just like passing out at the Rat Pad. Hi, this is Ryan from Wolf Brow House of Beer. Mention the Brewing Network when you stop in for some cool, free stuff. Mention JP for a swift kick in the ass. The Wolf Brow House of Beer. Beer with personal service from a member of the BN Army. This is code. Visit my son's shop or I'll yank the fuck BN website down. www.wolfbrow.com all right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt? The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit Austin Homebrew homebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have many clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brewvent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit austinhomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, austinhomebrew.com. Here's a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops, hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager, made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life all at beercandy.com hop drops and beer caramels satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy visit beercandy.com today Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio all right special thanks to roger davis from faction brewing company for being on the program and uh talking to us about factions coming out soon i got his new logo in front of me and it's badass it's like old school punk now you want to see 
Chippy. I've seen it before, but yeah. That, uh, it has a hop in it. That's very close to my hop grenade. I'm pretty sure I have a trademark on hops. Fuck now. you, I got four lawyers. <laughs> Damn it. His looks more like a hop. How many than lawyers does. you got? I have like half of one lawyer. Well, he's a big dude, though. <laughs> JP? <laughs> yeah. No, he's. Uh, well, then I have. Uh, you have less none. I have three ours. quarters of one lawyer. Yeah. His, <laughs> his doesn't look like an artichoke. I like it. I like it too. It definitely uh, looks like a little show flyer. Is there a website or anything that people can, like even a landing page? Uh, well, factionbrewing.com. There you go. Factionbrewing.com. You can go check it out. Uh, keep an eye there as they open. I'm sure we'll uh, get more information. Should you have tattoos on the knuckles? Uh, I like be beer hops. across there. B E E O. It's not Crip Brew or whatever it's called. <laughs> it's hip to be Crip, dog. Kind of looks like it. It's hip to be Crip. What was it called? Crip Dip? Or. CP brew or something like that. CP beer. Yeah. CP beer. Yeah. CP beer. Anyway. Anyways, the new logo is cool. It God is it. cool. It's going to look good. And uh, I have a t-shirt behind me. Is this the new logo or the old logo? Do it's I have the a old. Collector's item. Yeah. Nice. eBay that stuff. I'm going to put on eBay. <laughs> I'll totally you sell it. Started at one cent. You should get at least like one. <laughs> put on Craigslist in the free section. Yeah. I should get at least free. JP, I'll pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> Next time you show up at the brewery, I'll pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> All right, a couple more things to do. I did want to thank our, our, our sponsor tonight, More Beer, uh, sponsor of this show and every show. You can go to morebeer.com and check it out. Uh, they're wonderful people there, and they take good care of us, and they take care of you. So go check it out. Yeah, they do. All right, uh, we got Chad back in the studio tonight. What's happening, guys? Hey, Chad. Good to hey, see dude, everybody. Chad. Good to see you, too, yeah. man. Get Good the band back together. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Lots of nice stuff in this studio. It's nicer, right? I, for Snacks, this- <laughs> beer. All, the things, all yeah. the things you never Couch. had. Beer. Yeah. You, you had yeah. been here before, right, Chad? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not for a show, though. Right. I don't think. You know what we should have done was asked our old landlord if we can go back to the to the rat pad to do one more show for this. I mean, with pretty all the, sure they would have said no. They would have said no. You know, yeah. I drove by the rat pad and it's in worse condition than we were when we were there. They right. probably would have said yes. That's really? kind of unbelievable. <laughs> Does that mean it fell down? Can you, exactly. Can you imagine, Chad? <laughs> it's hard to believe. That it's wor- it was worse. How is it worse? What's worse? Yeah. Well, for one, I went there, and not that we ever took care of the yard, but whoever moved in thought they were going to take care of the yard, so they tore it all out oh. and put it on the driveway. All the rocks and <laughs> yeah, idea. crap? Rocks, trees, That's you name it. They, just, they yeah. ripped it. And then, in its place, all the weeds that we let grow, grew. So the only so it was like us except worse because they thought I got an idea. They had ambition. Let's rip it all failed. out first. Uh, you but guys the neighbors are ambition. loving that. Then it got worse. So what happened was uh, a box of uh, merchandise got shipped to the Rat Pad instead of here. That's how I ended up going over there, and I I'm tracking it. And I'm going, where the fuck is this box? And they say, oh, it got delivered to one three zero Carriage Lane. So. I go there to pick up the box, and the box is sitting on the patio, and we had kind of a, a long, covered patio, right. the entryway, among about a month's worth of garbage bags, like household garbage, like smelly, Stinky. rotting Wait, food. Yours or? Theirs. <laughs> Not that's even, just... that's what I'm saying. Whoever was living there apparently wasn't paying for garbage service, but never mind put it on the side of the house like we used to do. They just <laughs> they just put it right on the fucking porch. Oh, man. So here's this box, and the box is open, like with, with our shirts just coming out of it, sitting among like bags upon bags of household garbage. Out on the lawn driveway? Terrible. Not here. Yeah, exactly, on the lawn driveway. This was way. on the lawn entryway. Uh 
And I, I ended up hearing from the from our old landlord, too. So it was his family that moved in after us. And then they moved out, and he moved in, and the place, he said, was destroyed. Yeah, like, there was, like, holes in the walls. So you say they moved out, and he moved in. Yeah. Did, did he kick them out, and he moved in? I don't know. That's prob- oh, okay. Probably. I don't know that. <laughs> what I do know is that he they did worse to the house than we did, because there were wow. holes in the wall, and... The Doc's he, kids used to put holes in the wall. Right? Yeah, but those were just, just a little. Those were nicks, Doc, <laughs> or Chad, nicks, not holes. Yeah, they didn't like put foot through the wall. And he even mentioned that the carpet was ruined, which I thought we did on our own. <laughs> but he said, no, no, they, they ruined the carpet. No, according wow. to him, when you moved out, it was showroom quality. Yeah, fun. that's true. Yeah. So anyhow. Wow. Probably should have asked to broadcast back in our old room, huh, Moscow? Oh, well. Hey, how was your 4th of July? Anything crazy? I, You're back east, huh? I was well. For one, I didn't light any roofs on fire. Yeah, which is what I was we thinking, used to do with the up. rap pad. It always comes up. We love to talk about that story. <laughs> you were there too, weren't you? Roger? No, fuck no, I wasn't. Oh. Whitey was there. Oh, I know man. that. Uh, I was there. And our friend Natty lit the neighbor's roof on fire. <laughs> That's one thing you could probably say about who the new tenants are. They haven't lit anybody yeah. else's house on fire. Well, at least they're destroying their own house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not somebody else's. Yeah, we were like, don't fuck around in our house. <laughs> Just burn down someone else. Point it that way. Uh, the fucking guy, he put a... a, it was a, a bottle rocket. A bottle rocket. And he laid it on the gutter, the rain gutter, in such a way, and our house is kind of up on a hill, so the house, you know, was below us, and he just laid it on there, and he lit fire to it, and we watched it. It shot like a heat-seeking missile. You just It was a perfect <laughs> shot. Like slow motion. Yeah. And then it didn't, like, hit the roof and sort of roll off. It burrowed into our neighbor's um, wooden shingle Still roof. Still some energy. <laughs> Very dry and crisp. Uh, yeah, it was 110 degrees outside. And proceeded to catch fire. What did you guys do? It was, like you, you it was like you watch it for a second and you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah. Oh, that'll go out. And go then out. the that'll go out. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So we go running down there and and we're knocking on the door. And I've I've already called 911 because I'm not fucking around. It's I'm not exaggerating when I say it's 110 degrees outside. It's a dry wood shingle roof. And we see like, the post. And it was really so on fire. Perfect weather for fireworks. So even before we had... <laughs> yeah, sounded like a good idea at the time. I'm like, call 911. Moments after I'm knocking on the door, the the fire department arrives. They barge in. It's a, Excuse me, sir. It's a large <laughs> Filipino family in the middle of a big family reunion dinner. There's 10 people around a dinner, a dinner table. As the fire department is rushing through their house on their way up to the attic, they proceed to, with an axe... Just take it down. Cut yeah. a hole oh. into the roof. That took a while. Remember, they were kind of looking at it, and they were like, oh, the axe is not were, good. Were you just, oh, yeah. were you just <laughs> watching them? Yeah, we were all sit- looking at them, and they're just shaking their hey, heads. Hey, someone give me another beer. Firefighters. <laughs> like, come on. At the, I'm just... By the way, at this point, I'm just sitting in <laughs> on a bucket in shame in the front yard, like just waiting for the fire department to speak with me. And at that point, they come out... Waiting for the cops to show up. Yeah. Yeah. The fire department, they all have smiles on their face because they can tell that I'm mortified. They can also tell that at least I did the right thing. I'm the one who called, not them. But they're just like, what are you thinking? (laughs) It was great. (laughs) We had this idea. And I'm covering for my friend because the kid could go to jail. Like, he... You know, if I had said I didn't do shit, my friend let off a firework pointed at their house. Uh, I'm just going... We weren't thinking. I, I don't know. We're sorry. And uh, they were cool. Actually, they ended, they were cool. the neighbors 
they weren't so cool. Not so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. The fire so department was like, don't light more shit on fire. <laughs> the neighbors, they never really forgave us. That was it. They got a new roof out of it. Nobody liked us. They did, the but we never got invited to dinner. <laughs> Nobody liked them anyways. They, Nobody they, liked us on that Let's street. be clear. Yeah. Oh. They didn't like you before you set their roof on fire. Exactly. Was that well, before or after the fire flamethrower incident? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Before, I think. I think before. That was pretty funny. Did you have to pick up the tab for the roof? It's like five, six grand. I oh. built. Uh, we had, actually, the neighbor in that uh, regard ended up being pretty cool because their roof was... It was way out of date. I mean, who has a wooden shingle roof right. anymore? Uh, they knew they needed a new roof. They actually just charged us for like the, I don't know, however many square four, feet. Four shingles. Was, got axed out. <laughs> the guy, so my friend ended up paying 400 bucks. So you did them a favor, basically. <laughs> That's right, the way I looked. Otherwise, it. they would have waited like three more years. That's the way I saw it, yeah. I Doing mean, favors every 4th of July. Had somebody else <laughs> lit it on fire who didn't want to call 911, they'd have been fucked. They're lucky it was me. You, you know. could have lost a couple of cousins. Then. <laughs> so, you know what I do now on 4th of July? Uh, I fly out of the country. That's what I was doing. There you go. I was in New York City, on a, but I jumped on a plane to uh, Canada. That's what I oh, now do right. for uh, 4th of July. Yeah, they they do a right. good 4th of July there, don't they? <laughs> yeah, it was nothing. It was fine. But I didn't kill anybody or set anything on fire, so I feel like I, I'm, I'm patriotic by leaving. So, you guys would have loved where we went. We went to Seattle, and, you know, I'm getting married, so... Aaron had her little bridal shower, meet the family, all that stuff, oh, yeah. food, you know, wine, beer. Strippers. But 4th of July up there is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah? I mean, it's all legal, but guys are just setting off mortars and sparkler bombs is what they call them. You ever heard of a sparkler bomb? No. no. They Sounds take a awesome, whole though. box yeah. of sparklers, and they duct tape them together, and they light them, and they just boom. That's badass. <laughs> we could do that. Sparklers are legal in California. Can you but- take a sparkler bomb on an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. But, but everyone's selling fireworks. No I mean, it's like going to the fair, the county fair, and like watching fireworks in this guy's front lawn. Like, wow, it was awesome. I love that. They go crazy, but till like three or four in the morning. That's all you hear, and it's legal. Yeah. Wow. Hundred percent. The Schumann brothers used to set off fireworks in front of our house every year, but it's not legal, and it always took within ten to fourteen minutes for the cops to show up at our house. In fact, I think they just parked around the corner on July third every year and waited to drive over. But it's legal in Washington. Oh, yeah. The Schumann should move there. Yes, All they night. Should. Yeah, Crazy. they should. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. And not yeah. just for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what about a bachelor party for you, Chad, now that you're getting married? I don't know. There's a lot of talk of San Diego. Maybe oh, yeah? Maybe next month well, or two. That's a wild bachelor party. If you guys town. are up for a trip to San Diego. So you mean Tijuana. <laughs> now we're talking. Donkey Show. Not in Mexico. Southern California. By San Diego, you mean Donkey Show. I am in. Aaron doesn't want that to happen because she thinks someone will get left behind or it something bad will matter happen. It doesn't matter what the fuck Aaron wants in Mexico. your bachelor party. What the donkey wants. In fact, the moment you start <laughs> what saying... What if we lose Tasty in Mexico? It doesn't... Don't be happy. It was bound to happen. I won't care. Eventually. He'll be passing out uh, Tasty cookies like they're chicklets. He'll just be eating peyote buttons at four in the morning. <laughs> there, are, there are two things that should never be said in the same conversation, and that is bachelor party and my fiancé doesn't want... These things don't go together. Good point. Chad. Thanks for calling me out. I appreciate it. (laughs) I have to retrain you. (laughs) When are you getting married? September 14th. It's coming up. It is coming up. Really fast. Coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Faster than you think. Oh, yeah. Big party. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, lots of beer. You guys have some homebrew. Bring it. We'll uh, we'll drink it. 
Got a bunch uh, of craft beer. Uh, pro- bunch tier. of craft beer. Yep. Got so, any uh, faction beer that's going to be there? No faction. Mm. Never heard of it. Mm. What, what is this faction everyone's talking about? <laughs> I didn't think it's open yet. Right. It might be by then. Yeah. Fiction. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Roger just gave the daggers. <laughs> Look of death. Uh, all of those t-shirts can be changed okay. easily if it never works out. Fiction Brewing Company. As long as I'm in Cabo. <laughs> right. By my, then. My one-way ticket. The tagline is the best thing that never happened. <laughs> That's right. That could have happened. The best beer you never had. So what is up with you, Chad? Are, are you... Uh, what are you doing? So, you know, Buzz at Handel's Gastro Pub in Pleasanton. Yeah. Um, you know, for a couple of years, yeah. kind of running the bar and doing that whole thing, and then uh, just stopped doing that a couple of months ago. Okay. And uh, working with a couple guys, you know, we're definitely talking about beer bar, brewery, you know, all that fun stuff that everybody wants to do nowadays. Sure. Um, but probably beer bar somewhere, you know, East Bay, six eighty corridor. Okay. Um, Topless only. Topless, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. On the 680 corridor. Perfect. Somewhere, you know. Um, but that's kind of the plan right now, and uh, we're looking at all that and running the numbers. Um, okay. Getting married. Yeah. Plan on going to Costa Rica for a week and a half, so that's cool. I've never been to... Probably just do that for the bachelor party. Is yeah. it honeymoon? That's the honeymoon? Yeah. Yeah, you so, got that reverse. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. San Diego should be the honeymoon. Getting married <laughs> first, and then... Uh, a little yeah. donkey show on the honeymoon? Yeah, right. So, no, a lot going on. Uh, been traveling quite a bit, you know, going up to Seattle, and uh, was out of Philly, and... Uh, your yeah. fiance is from Seattle. Too. She is, and you uh, spent some time in Seattle as a kid. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you guys have years. that in common. Yeah, went to the Seattle International Beer Fest right underneath the Space Needle. That was pretty cool. Oh yeah, longest line, watermelon wheat. Really? Wow. I mean, they had tons of crazy beers there, and that's the longest line. Wow, it was everyone pretty wants amazing. Sully beer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, are you going to do a uh, uh, you know I don't know cantaloupe melon wheat Chick or beer? something at Faction just to kick <clears throat> kickstart things, Roger? What do you think? No. No, just checking. Just checking. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. Well, I think Arnie said that, too. Like, oh, Arnie, how's your fruit beer? You like to make that? He's like, I have to. People like it. <laughs> I think yeah. it's like, no, yeah. People do like it. In the end, we'll probably do a fruit beer, but, uh, you know, want to kind of go after something more like that, Nuglaris style. There you go. Ah, uh, the sour fruit beer? Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. Well, Chad, can we play Stump the Stoner? Let's do it. I'm not even sure Chad's a stoner anymore. I haven't seen him in so long. He seems on top oh, of not things. Not so much, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think he is. I mean, he's about to get married. No one yeah. wants to marry a stoner. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, he, he's like to be a stoner, but Aaron doesn't like it. Yeah, well. You know. You know. You grow up. <laughs> you do grow up. You move up. on. Hey, that sounds like me. You get focused. That sounds like me. That's weird. If he's been saying Some that days. for years. Yeah, all the shit that you guys used to give me. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't weird. pulled the trigger on it, but he's been saying it for years. That's right. That's true. I should true. grow up. Well, now I'm on heroin, so. <laughs> Back to heroin. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, can we get an audio test of any kind, or are we just confident it's going to work? We're confident. Give me an intro. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We're confident. I might be able to do that. All right. It's time for uh, Stump the Stoner. God, it's been a long time since we played this game. Uh, I can hardly remember how yeah. to do it. Because you're stoned. That <laughs> could be it. God, I wish I was a stoner. I'll, I will go on record as saying, if I could still be a stoner and function like I did when I was a stoner, right. I'd be a fucking stoner. <laughs> Hands down. No question about it. But alas, my brain died and I can't. Hey, listen, don't name your kid Chad. You understand what you do when you name your kid Chad? 
his likelihood of being a pot addict increases tenfold. Uh, you line me up a hundred Chads, uh, 87 of them are going to be stoners. Chad, please. And now, it's time for Stump the Stoner. You guys remember how to play? I think so. Probably not. Give us the rundown for the listeners at home. Uh, I asked Chad uh, nine questions, and uh, we're going to play the question, and we'll pause it, and we'll uh, all guess, uh, did he know the answer? Got it. So will Chad know the answer? Are we supposed to have listeners playing along or something? Uh, We have in the past. It's too late now. They've all gone to sleep. We'll just play in here. <laughs> They're out smoking another bowl. We'll give the prize to somebody. <laughs> all right, so we'll all just vote uh, here. We'll do an in-house competition, see if Chad knows the answers. Uh, what's the first question? Betsy Ross used hemp to create what? Mm. Does Chad know the answer? Do you know the answer? I don't know the answer. I know the name. Oh, please. <laughs> Doc knows the answer? <laughs> what is it, Doc? The flag. Yeah, first American flag. Oh. Made out of hemp. Chad doesn't fucking know that. No I'm, way. I'm going with yes. You can say, all right, Rogers, Rogers a yes. Why am I keeping? I hate keeping score. Somebody keep score. I'm working the board, so somebody else. JP's keeping score. I can keep score. All right, Rogers what says. Are we, what are we doing? Rogers says he knows the answer. I'm, I'm assuming that uh, he's not going to answer it right now, right? <laughs> no, no, I think. It's already been recorded. It's already been recorded. Okay. So, so did he know the answer to that one? <laughs> oh, I, I see. I see Rogers. <laughs> Now I see where you're going. Roger's like, is he that stoned? I think he does. I think he just heard it. (laughs) All right. I think the answer's been out there. Well, still, Roger says he knows it. All right? I say he doesn't know it. JP? Get out of the chat room. You don't need to be in I'm not in the chat room, as a matter of fact. I'm fucking my Twitter game. Um, I think he. No, I want you to write down that I that. said he doesn't know it. JP also says he doesn't know it. I say he did. I don't even know, know. what's yes, happening he right now. He okay. knew that. Chad knows that. He was paying attention. In like well, what else grade. is Betsy Ross known for? As it, you know, right. I mean, really, cherry pie. I don't know. What else is she? Uh, <laughs> she what was her deal? <laughs> great head. Hey. Great head. Oh, Could have been. But are we betting money on this? I mean, can we make money? <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know much of it. Side bet. How many people? Are you yeah, he knew. He knows. All right, Bevo. I didn't hear the question, so I know this isn't relevant. But Terrence just texted me and said that he just caught Tommy's blanket on fire while Tommy was in it. That's not oh. good. Wow. Winner. <laughs> Parent of the year. What was he doing? I didn't hear the question, so uh, the question... I'm just going to say Chad didn't know it because. Okay. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go back to this emergency that's going on? Nathan, uh, what do you think? Does he know the answer to uh, Betsy Ross made this out of hemp? No way. Okay. No chance, huh? You got all that, Jip? Thanks Maybe. for the support. Justin, JP, Beeve, and Nate is all I got. And you got everybody's answer. Yeah. What about Roger? Yep. Well, no. you got mine, oh, right? You Roger? I didn't hear Roger. Uh, Roger said he knows it. And well, did you see me? I, I did not. Oh, you heard. Doc also said. said he knows it. Okay, he knows thank it. you. And I did as well. And Gee, how many fucking people are playing this? Everybody in the room. Oh well, we don't have to play if it's uh, cumbersome. No, it's, not, <laughs> it's pretty cumbersome. It's fine now. All right, let's I hear know. the answer. The uh, Star Spangled Banner. She made the Star Spangled Banner out of him. Well, I mean, in, in Chad's defense, the sheet music could have been hemp. That was really close, uh, actually. No, no, he knows. Wasn't, the na- wasn't that the name of the original flag? That yes, it was. Called, oh, damn. That's the, that See, he, I didn't know. He got it. That's the yeah, name of the song. Did. That's the answer. No, I don't no, think it's the name of the flag. I think it was. The Star Spangled no, Banner yeah, is the nickname is the for flag. the American flag. And what's the original it's name? It's a song like about Star the flag. Google quilt. confirm it? Let's go to, uh, let's see if Justin knows what the Star stands. Spangled Banner is. I pledge of allegiance. No, no, no. Mm. no. That's the pledge of allegiance. Uh, God bless. 
Yes, America. Is it that one? What kind of game is this? You guys don't even know the answer yourselves. Uh, is it's it the, the song they play at the seventh inning stretch? Take me oh out to God. the ball. It's that one, right? No. So did he get it right? I'm yeah. going to say no because the Star Spangled Banner flag is a specific flag, the the one from the War of 1812. Right. And so is that, so wait, is that is the first one then, right? Was but that also, when the first one was yeah, made? That was the first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so then it's correct. <laughs> and did Betsy, and did Betsy make room. it? Well, yeah, Chad, Betsy didn't. Yes, technically, yes. There, there's some misnomer that maybe she didn't, but that's that's. See, the Chad's rumor. getting off easy on semantics here because we all know he meant the fucking song. <laughs> Was, yeah. is, this what he sure meant? No. is this what he meant to say? No, I give no. it to him. However, if you can't semantic, make a song out of hemp. If he correctly answered it, even semantically, I'll give it to well, him. Well, Wiki is saying that Mary Young Pickersgill is the one who made the, spar- the Star Spangled Banner uh-huh. flag for 1812. Betsy Ross sewed one before that. I'm, I'm saying no. I'm but saying no. I, I think this is why I think yes. He didn't say Star Spangled Banner flag. He said Star Spangled Banner in reference to our country. I don't think he knew that there was a flag. Like if you called it the Union Jack, <laughs> yeah, and and you know, like whoa, what's the 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 um the flag of of uh, the UK? If you said the Union Jack, technically that's incorrect. It's only called the Union Jack when it's uh, flown over a ship. Would, would you be correct or incorrect? It's the same thing. Well, again, <sighs> semantically, you might be right, except yeah. that the kid meant the song. No, I know he, he meant the no, song. No, he did it. Because I know no. no, Listen to the question. Incorrect. She made what out of hemp? Did she make a song out of hemp? Exactly! No! No, he's not dumb. Chad, what, I, did, what did you mean? I was thinking flag. It came out star spank. I see. Band. There I you mean, go. But you meant the flag. I knew she made something sewing... Flag-ish. Out of hemp. But Flag-ish. Flag-ish. Like the Star Spangled... Just like as you're a kid, you hear the story. All right, but, give it to him. Fuck okay. it. All right, Park everybody Park. who said he Chad knows knew it, it gets a point. Probably yeah. from Puddock School, but then whatever. Is this still question number one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I love this game because <laughs> Chad's the most uh, coherent person in the room for Stump the Stoner. <laughs> huh? <laughs> All right, what's the next question? Which stoner movie made the most money while in the theaters? Hmm. In all of them. I mean, how many Cheech and Chong movies were there? Three, I think, right? No, I think there's like four, maybe 12. Is there another stoner movie? That... Isn't there a Dave Chappelle stoner movie? There's like 800 uh, stoner half movies. Half Baked. Half Baked. Half Baked? What about uh, you know, Full Metal Jacket? And, uh, <laughs> fast, fast Times? Fast yeah. Times? Yeah. That's a stoner movie. Is yeah. it? I don't think... I wouldn't call it a stoner movie. I, it has pot I, in it, but... I've mm. seen it more stoned than not. <laughs> Good point. Good there were there were thirteen Cheech and Chong movies, unbelievably. Wow. I see. Wow. But wow. we're only talking about a single movie. Well, we're not talking about the franchise, right? The single movie that yeah, and and in the theaters, no cult following DVD stuff. When it was in the theaters, yeah. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick this one off. I'm gonna say he doesn't know that. What, what about Betamax? Okay. Was Betamax? JP says no because <laughs> there's too many of them. I mean, how do you, we we can't even think of uh, four yeah. in this whole room right now. Yeah, I agree. I'm with JP. I say he doesn't know it. By a large margin, it's Pineapple Express. You guys remember that flick from, from 2008? Oh, yeah. That's the movie? It made $90 million, or $85 million at the box. It's one of the really... worst movies I've well, ever seen in my life. Consider that a stoner movie. I, what I, are you t- I was what? thinking, I couldn't remember the name of it, but it was... He definitely didn't get Pineapple Express, so no. No. You shouldn't tell us the answers, because they help, I think, with the, with the yeah. guessing. Doc, you say no? No. All Tasty, right. what do you say? No. Chad, Roger. What, Chad, what do you say? <laughs> I'm looking at Chad's big ass smile. I'm going to go with yes. He knows. He knows. All right, Roger's going yes. Nathan. Nope. He says no. And no. Beef. all right, everybody says no except for Roger. And if uh, I don't tell you the answer, the reveal isn't as fun. I see. That's fine. Well, tell us after. You give it, Give us the answer now. 
in the theaters. Uh, boy. Hope Pineapple Express. Wow. The man is a real stoner. Wow. <laughs> are you, did you feed him that answer? The movie made a lot of, made $90 million. A lot of people saw it. Right. It's not that crazy. I and swear I'm not texting right now. Am I the only one who thought it was a terrible piece of shit? No, it was awful, but I a lot of people saw, saw it. Because I knew it was going to be a terrible piece of shit. But a lot of people have a high tolerance for crap. That's true. I couldn't finish it. I, uh, it, it was not good at all. But, uh, Bebo, how can you say that's not a stoner movie? The whole movie was well, just nothing about I think I'm, I'm confusing pot. it with a different movie. Oh. All right. That's the one with James, James Franco, right? She's thinking yeah, of the other Express with Tom Hanks at the, no, the no, Watermelon Express. No, I, I don't know what... Uh, yeah, Seth, Seth Rogen, James Franco. Midnight Express? Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever it is. With it. It's like a Christmas yeah, I don't kids know. movie. I don't care. She's no, like, no, yeah, that, that one was, a, was a that Polar Express. The Polar Express. Yeah, right. I yeah. love that movie. Midnight Express. <laughs> you imagine Midnight Express. <laughs> Midnight Express is a little different. Yeah. Eva's like, I'm pretty sure the Polar Express is about stoners. That's just one you want to get stoned and watch. I may or may not own the Polar Express. <laughs> right. That's a terrible movie, too. That is a fantastic Well, Roger got some points there. In fact, he must be in the lead. Uh, no, uh, it's... Uh, yeah, that's absolutely correct. He's the only one yeah. that guessed it right. Yeah. Yay. Wow, Chad. No one is stoner movies. On fire. All right, what else we got? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Fire over here. Streaking. Roar is the world's leading bong manufacturer. In which country are they located? What's the company name? Roar. R-O-O-R. Roar. I've never heard of those. Uh, I am. I have. It's been so long since I bought a. Whatever bomb. happened to I graphics? It was graphics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a graphic. This is how old we are. We're like graphics is the cool, and they have a skull <laughs> on their logo. You get a free sticker with your plastic bong. Now it's all glass. I could never afford a graphics bong. I was yeah, just they're I, expensive. I would go to the go, go to the bong store and look at them, and then go home and try to make it out of a fucking pretzel and a pineapple <laughs> yeah, and PVC pipe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could never afford yeah. the graphics. Then really, ultimately, all you all you did is you take the t- the uh, roll of aluminum foil, make a pipe, and steal the screen from the fucking sink, and there you go. Done. Yeah, watching Saturday Night Live reruns. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I read. I don't know. Yeah. So roar. Yeah. So does does Chad know what country uh, they are manufactured in? Well, based on the performance so far, <laughs> yes, you must know. Yes, uh, is your final answer. Like, can we ask? Can we interrogate the uh, the witness at all? <laughs> no. When's the last time you bought a bong, Chad? Uh, years. Okay. So he might not know roar either. But, but he, he's a good guesser. When's the last time you went to one of those, like, 420 conferences or whatever the fuck, Eric? Like, a couple of years of, ago. Out of the cow pal. Okay, so you've at least, so he's seen the man. I think, yeah, fondled a bong. Plus, is it, you know, how many, you know, pot countries are there to choose from? So it's kind of a narrowed down. Do you read High Times Magazine? Well, it, it may be a pot oh. country. What if it's a manufacturing country? Yes. Hmm. If that's what I'm thinking. It's where they're made or where Could they're located. Germinated. It's where they're I was made. I'm thinking like Indonesia. Well, or I guess I don't yeah. know. I guess it doesn't matter China. necessarily. You're saying it's Taiwan. where they're manufactured. Yeah, okay, Indonesia. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to take a gamble. I'm going to go with no. <sighs> Shit, this game's tough. <laughs> well, now I have to go with the yes. Well, he's he's got to guess the country. Right? He's going to guess a country. So. Right. Well, he might just say uh, another inanimate object M&M's. like he did with the <laughs> Star Spangled Banner. He may say New York City. <laughs> yeah. The moon? Yeah. He might say, uh, I don't, milk. <laughs> that was a, uh, I didn't say. Oh, well, uh, I, give him the, I give him the, okay. Uh, all Tasty, right. what do you say? I'm saying yes. Yes. I'm saying he knows. Yeah. All right. All right. Tasty saying yes. Nathan? Yes. <laughs> Nathan says yes. Beavis? No. I'm just going to stick with no this whole game. Doc? Yes. Doc says yes. All right. 
Let's hear it. R- roars are made in Germany, just so you guys know. Oh. Okay. Holland? Oh! oh. oh fuck what? you, Chad. <laughs> that was close, though. Roger's killing it. Roger's three. Bebo has her first point of the evening. Okay. Woot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. In the opening scene of Super Troopers, the kid in the backseat ate two bags of drugs. One was full of pot. What was in the other? He knows it. And, uh, and there's a couple reasons why he knows it. Uh, Schumann, being the delightful human being that he is, made us watch the same things over and over and over again, whether it be South Park or fucking Super Troopers. Have you seen this? Have you seen this scene? <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it. Check this out. Yeah. No, I just said I watched it. <laughs> yeah. But check you. it out. Yeah. No, but I watched it. But it was funny, right? Yeah, it was good. No, I laughed at it. No, it was, check it out. So look at it again. Yeah. Uh... Plus, there's only a certain amount of drugs that are funny in a scene like that. So even if he yeah. doesn't remember the scene, I think logically, as a person who's done drugs before, there's only a couple funny drugs. Well, and how many can you really eat? Yeah, bag, bag full of barbiturates, probably not yeah. a good idea. <laughs> well, what, what's on the list of, of drugs that you would guess? Mushrooms. It's Mushrooms or acid. Acid. You know. I think it's mushrooms. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be a bag of cocaine, because everyone, because it's not funny, he would die. Well, you can't eat yeah, it and, anyway. and that's you a can't. It's a wasteful thing. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So he knows it. Beeve, what do you think? Um. Yes, he knows this. Doc, he knows it. Nate. Yep. Tasty. Yeah, he says yes. Yes. Tasty says yes or no? Right. Sorry. Tasty said yes. Everyone's saying yes. All right. Yes, All right. What are you saying, Jip? You're saying yes. I'm also? saying yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mushrooms. There you go. There, there we, we go. go. All yeah. right. Okay. That doesn't make him exceptional for knowing that. No. <laughs> Makes him a stoner. No. It's a Cheetos. <laughs> what was in the other bag? Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> I would have accepted that answer just on humor. <laughs> All right, what's next? Where are the DEA headquarters located? Mm. Good question, Moscow. <laughs> Where are they located? Arlington, Virginia. In a building. Yeah, I got to pay them a check every couple of years. <laughs> Do you? Oh, yeah. Just to stay under the radar? No, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah, I, know. Oh, I, have, I have a DA license. So. Ah, because you have illicit drugs uh, as a no, dentist. I, I can give you illicit drugs. I see. For you, they're not illicit. They're legal. Exactly. And to keep it legal, I pay them money. Got it. <laughs> Sounds like a great deal. Yeah. Who do I pay? Uh, Me. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> Doc. Yeah. Huh, this one's tough. Um, I'm thinking no. I can't even pronounce Arlington, much less know where it is. Yeah, I say no, too. I'm going with no, and he's going to probably say D.C. Yeah, I was going to say Washington, D.C. That's what he's going to say, too. I'm with Roger. So I say no. I say no. Nathan? Say yes for the hell of it. Nathan's going yes. And Bevo? I'll say yes. But wait, he did grow up on the East Coast. I know. There is that. Mm, Interesting. What about Doc? He has a little inside information. I'm still saying no. Hell no. Hell no. And JP? I say uh, no. Okay. Virginia. He got it. He knew it. He, oh. he answered it immediately, too. Well, he's a Virginia. Virginia. Uh, East Coast. I watch a lot of those uh, you know, real Arlington no, TV I'm, shows. I'm giving it to him for Virginia. Yeah, you remember, Chad? Not TV. Uh, Border Patrol. Real TV, not TV actuality or something. Yeah. That was the tagline of every effing show he ever watched. <laughs> You're right. He's all about, like, 48 hours, yeah, yeah. murder, cops. cops. <sighs> Deadliest catch. I forgot about that. Fuck you, Chad. Damn it. <laughs> Woot. Chad throwing in some some curveballs here. Swamp people. How are we doing on Swamp <laughs> people? <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about Bevo. Keep like it that. real. That's not nice. So right now, uh, the Beave and Roger are tied. Okay. 
Yeah, Beav and Roger are tied with three points each. Then uh, Nate bringing up the rear, so to speak, with two, and then everyone else has one. <laughs> do I? I don't even think I have one. You do. You have okay. one. <laughs> I'm terrible at these. All right, what's the next? The annual Southern California Music Festival Smokeout is put on by who? Me. Graphics, right? <laughs> <laughs> Roar. Are we back to the bongs? Yeah. Uh, Did we ever leave the bongs? Fucking Chad. I think he knows it. He must know it. He knows everything all of a sudden. I think no. Because right. I, I, Chad picks up a lot of stuff, but who pays attention to who promotes concerts, man? Come on. Yeah, well, at those things, though, they do a good job of embedding it in your brain, you know. Because they, they have to. You're going to forget everything. DJ Mukalak presents <laughs> Smoke Out. <laughs> I don't know. I think, it's, I think you're right, actually. The answer is DJ Mukalak. Uh, with two Ks. Roger, <laughs> what do you think? I think I'm going with no. All right. <laughs> good way to answer. Is Thanks. the answer uh, high times? It's Cypress Hill. Oh, I'll say he doesn't. Uh, I'll say he doesn't know that. Okay. I think he knows Cypress Hill. Nate? Nate's saying yes. Beavis? Yes. Yeah. And Doc? Okay. I think he knows Cypress What did Doc say? Because I didn't yes. hear him say anything. Yes. Thank you. It's a radio show, Doc. And JB, know, you he said, at me. I said uh, no. Okay. Let's hear it. Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guess. <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> I mean, it is in SoCal, I guess, so that's a in good guess. the LBC. Today. Definitely that, a good guess. That launched Roger in the first place. Uh, okay. All right, What's we got next? three more. All right. What was the name of the failed 2010 proposition that would have legalized pot outright in California? He doesn't know that. There's no way. He doesn't know. He knew at the time, but he was heavily smoking at that time, and it... Totally gone now. Did you even vote on that, Chad? I don't no. think you voted. Yeah, no. of course not. That's because that's why it lost. All the stoners yeah. like <laughs> they're too stoned to go vote. I, they showed up on Wednesday, what? going, "I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for Prop One Two Nine Seven A. I think <laughs> right. this is my right. I'm here for the one about my health. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long list. Which one is it? <laughs> you know, the one that's important to my health. <laughs> Can I look at your paper? <laughs> All right, no way. I'd say no, Jay. I agree. Beav? Beaver, what do you think? Beav is on the phone. Does he know the name of the bill to legalize marijuana back in... Probably. So Bevo says yeah. yes. Doc? Nah. Nate? Yep. Tasty? No. Roger? Yes. And I say no. That was uh, Proposition 19 that failed. Chad's answer was... Uh, prop... <laughs> 402. I don't yeah. <laughs> can't even say 420. Yeah, 420. It's <laughs> not 402. Uh, perfect. All right, what's next? Damn. Um, <laughs> Which country produces the most marijuana? He knows this. Put me down as he fucking knows this. And if he doesn't, I'm ashamed of him. I think he knows it. I don't know it. Marijuana or But him? he knows it. <laughs> marijuana, marijuana specifically? Uh, marijuana. Which country does produce the most? Mexico. By a lot. Oh, he might not know that. The U.S. produces the most indoor pot, but Mexico produces the most total. BC Bud, bro! <sighs> In Connecticut, when you buy weed when you're a kid, most of it's from Mexico or no? Mexi swag, I guess so, yeah. Dirt weed, bruh. He knows it. Brown weed. I guess so. I think you're right. Uh, I'm saying no, he doesn't. I mean, as far as the, the weed, yeah. I think yeah. It could, it's definitely Mexican. 
Okay. Must be. Yeah. Must be. Must it tasted be. like tortillas. I mean, Brown. Yeah. It made me, right? yeah, yeah. Made yeah. me crave salsa Lots of afterwards. <laughs> Gave me a headache. Yeah. I striped uh, out my car and put chrome <laughs> detailing on it. I was just, I was I went to sleep like within oregano. six minutes. I got a small chain steering wheel. <laughs> With, yeah, buy two pounds, get a chain steering wheel. <laughs> I started to learn to play the accordion. <laughs> I like that they have a good redneck accent in Connecticut. They sure do. <laughs> it's all, everybody's George Bush. Yes. What? Uh, Roger, what, what did you say? Man's a legend. Does he know it? I'm going to have to go with no. He's probably going to say U.S. Tasty. I say no. Nathan? Yes. Nathan says yes. No. Bebo says no. Doc, does he know the country? No, I think he'll be fooled. All right, I still think yes. Somehow he's going to pull Mexico out of his ass. What did you say, JP? I said no. All right, give me a point here. America. Ah! America. 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 <laughs> Winning. Oh, I'm terrible at these games. How big was the difference, Mexico? Like, How much more does Mexico do? It grows oh, tons. I don't have the numbers. Oh, but you know it's a lot more. Yeah. We so, grow more indoor pot. Is that what you said? Correct. So we grow the good pot. That's right. America. Yeah, they don't call it American Mar- dirt weed. You know what I mean? They call it Mexican <laughs> dirt weed for a reason. Uh, everything else should just be called America. America. All right, we got one more. You guys ready? Yeah. By the well, way, how does it matter? Wait, here? can anybody catch up to Roger? Yes. If I get a point, I tie Roger right now. Okay. Former First Lady Mary Todd came from the richest hemp growing family in Kentucky. Who was her husband? Which president? Well, the only two people that need to guess are uh, Roger and JP. Yeah, but I want to know. What, I don't know. I know. Now leave it to them. Let's do it. Let's make this a competition. I don't know if he's going to. I'm going to say. N- oh shit! See, Chad's fucking wicked smart, right? <laughs> so I think he might know it. Right. And I don't want to look at him because I don't want to get any visual swaying one way or the other. Oh, you can do that. That's all right. Yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> I want to see if I can. That's okay. I am. Um, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm, I'm winning this thing, man. Hmm. <laughs> Does he know it? I'm going to go with the... Uh, you don't have to be that no. smart to know it. All right, Roger's saying he doesn't know it. Which, I'm, I'm good. Well, shit, I have to say... I you have to I, say the opposite to, to play the game. Yeah, so I just uh, won this game. Thanks. Fuck. What do I win, by the way? Right, because if you say no, you lose. If you say yes, you potentially tie. Well, so. yeah, I guess well, I, I have, have to. Have a runoff question. So. Yeah, I mean... Uh, <clears throat> We don't have it. We'll make it up. Yeah, you we'll wanna, make it up. We, we're just, so great at that every time. Do you want to just go around just to see, just for shits and giggles, who who? Are you, he well, you it? have to give your final answer. Well, it's got to be it's, yes, yeah, right? Yeah. That's the way the game It's the only way to play so. the game. There's no way he knows this one. Come on. If he does, the kid's a savant, right? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> He's like a stoner savant. I don't think he really knows it either, but I. Ha- but you're right. There's the only... I'm forced into saying yes. Yeah. Well, what do you think the answer is going to be? Really? You think that he would be really smart if he knew this? No, I feel like he's like a stoner Simon, where he knows random things very well. Well, he's probably know a lot about a little. Who's the wife? (laughs) Washington's wife? No, Mary Todd is Abe Lincoln's Uh, wife. Lincoln's Lincoln's wife. She was crazy. She was. I just watched Lincoln last night. It's a good movie. Is it good? Yeah, I like. How many times did you fall asleep? None, none. Really? None times. Was that the one where he was killing vampires? So you've been awake the whole time. No, I watched that one too. That one I stayed awake even more. I liked it. Anyway. Um, so if uh, Roger, if uh, Chad does not know this, Roger's the winner. Is that correct? Because yeah, I'm a winner anyway. Yeah. All right. Here we go. George Washington. Roger's what? the winner. Roger. Why did I name the president that he was going to name? Chad. Sorry. I'd like to thank so many people. I let you down. See, you let me down. Now, if, I was... vote, if I voted first, I would have tied. I thought you were smarter than that. Where? 
Uh, I didn't think he knew it. But you sat there deliberating when Roger, he stepped up to the plate and went for it. Fuck Roger and fuck <laughs> Chad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Angry. Uh, well, Chad, it's good to have you back. Yeah. Good to be um, here. Um, well, we'd have to come up with a new game for the kid. Um, it's going to be called, like, Random Things Chad Knows. <laughs> you know? Or, or not. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns yeah. out there's no or not. That's a perfect name. Random Thing Chad Knows. Or does Roger or Does Roger thinks he knows this? That's what... <laughs> <laughs> right. Roger's good at this. No, Roger's not only did right. I say he wouldn't know it, but I named the president that yeah. he was going to name. Yeah, wow. So, what does that tell you about Roger? Double like wiener for me. <laughs> <laughs> Roger was very good at this game. <laughs> Uh, we might have to bring him back for the brewcaster, uh, well, the other game. It we could play. be called, What Would Chad Say? America. <laughs> he would say America. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, on 4th of July, I saw some asshole uh, post that, guys, it's not America. Our country is called America. What a douche. And people, blah, 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 and all this fucking shit that we already know. And I just thought, don't you get it? Well, it's especially stupid because we're not America. Yeah, yeah. We're the United, United States. States. Right. <laughs> and the people that are saying America right. are clearly, in a way, they're just being, they're having a sense of humor about being patriotic, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some of them are. And it was this whole fucking rant about, it's not America, and it was like, you felt like you needed to correct us on that one? Yeah. They took a job. I mean, even the dumbest among us. Are you looking at me because I did that? Even the dumbest among us, oh, Bevo, okay. oh, know right. that it's spelt America. It's not nice. Right. You know? Sam wore a t-shirt that said America to the uh, 9-11 memorial. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Wow. In New York City, they and went to the... And the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, just full of couth. Yeah. Went to the 911 uh, memorial and wore his America shirt. I probably would have taken wow. a shot at him. I would have. Lo- really? Yeah. No. Why? Not really? Not really. Uh, that woman would have. Whoever I saw post that stupid thing. That's wrong. Really? But it was right. <laughs> but it seems right to me. Yeah. All right, Chad. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for having me. And um, let us know what happens with this beer bar or whatever Definitely. you're working on. Definitely. Whatever top secret things going on. You, you put a flag uh, out front. Hurry up and wait. Beef, do I have to take a phone call, or are you just on the phone? You do. It's a girl. <laughs> Jill the Her Thrill. Her name is Jill the Thrill, and she uh, apparently got a really good pickup line from Tasty at NHC. Oh. <laughs> These are always fun stories. Oh, oh, oh. We'll take this call anytime. <laughs> hear what a creeper Tasty is? Uh, Jill the Thrill, what's happening? Better hear than feel, I guess, right? Word. Hey, got, hey guys. Hey. hey, I missed the NHC summary last week, and I just wanted to call in and give my praises about Tasty's behavior. All right, Ooh. give it to us. What did Tasty do? <laughs> well, I was completely impressed because, you know, I've been single long enough that I think I've heard just about every line out there from every drunk or sober guy. Right. But the best one really has to go, for, <laughs> go to Tasty because <laughs> he worked me pretty hard for a couple of days, and finally that last night... Yeah. <laughs> He said, he says, come on, come on, Thrill, let's, let's, let's just go kiss a little. I just want a little kiss. And I had a really bad cold by then, ha, ha, ha. And I said, sorry, Thrill, sorry, Tasty, I'm calling you out. Hey, uh, so, so he says, come on, just a little kiss. I said, no, Tasty, it's not going to happen tonight. And he goes, okay, well, can, can we just go somewhere so I can touch your boobs? <laughs> yeah! Oh. That's a great pickup line. I mean, <laughs> that was smooth, right? I'm, I yeah. swear to God, Casey, it was nanoseconds away from happening, and and I just you know we just ran out of time that night. Oh, you know, so yeah, it's, a, it's love lost for so, sure. So it almost worked because you were kind of like, well, fuck it, I guess so. Well, you know, as long as I wasn't yeah. going to give him a cold, you I know, I cold. didn't want to get him sick. 
Because you might die. So I can feel your boobs. <laughs> I said, no, I don't want to kiss you, but I'll, you know, uh, I'll motorboat you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. So, but I do have one question, though, about the whole cookie thing, because I got a little bit confused, because he did show me one of his cookies, and I thought his cookies were wrapped in foil, but this one was kind of wrapped in foil, but it had that phrase on it that said, ribbed for her pleasure. I don't understand. <laughs> did you pull out the other cookies, I had the wrong package, yes. You're like, sorry, wrong pocket. Yeah, wrong pocket. <laughs> Shoot, Casey, I'm so sorry. It's all right, Jill. I forgive you. You didn't eat that one, did you? It's an easy mistake. It's tough to chew. Oh, come on. I am a lady. I never tell all my secrets. Jill the Thrill is a badass. This is the first time we've gotten confirmation of Tasty's creepiness. Until now, now it's just been rumored. Uh, However, rumored, Tasty, once again, I have to give you props. That is a fantastic line. Yeah, I don't don't understand why that's creepy. He he wanted to go somewhere and touch the boob, not right there. I'm going to say, I think I'm getting a cold. <laughs> can I? We, uh, can I just go down below? <laughs> right? Can we just go somewhere and touch your boobs? Yeah. Wait wow. a minute, I'm confused. That was supposed to be creepy. It actually worked. No, no, no I'm confused. Tasty, I will so say, fun. I was a little bit sad on the NHC recap, though. The only thing that I regret about the whole NHC is I, I finally got a chance to talk to Mitch Steele, yeah. but it really was impossible to talk with him with Tasty's tongue down my throat. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you get garbled that way. Right. I like the yeah, yeah. I like how you preface this with Tacey was hitting on me for days. <laughs> it wasn't until day three or whatever. That's, well, no, 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 no. Let's, a slow I mean, we process. could review some. We could review some of the text messages I got. Yeah. Can we? Oh, no, don't do I mean, that. Okay. Oh dear. <laughs> You know, just one of them is looking to spend some private time with me and help me with my brewing skills. I really appreciated that attention. I make that offer to lots of girls. Brewing Brewing skills. I have the same text on my phone, Jill, from Tasty. (laughs) Dang it. I thought I was special. I mean, he did name me, so whatever. Well, thanks, guys. I just really had to praise um, Tasty. That was the best move ever. And, you know, it just might work at GABF. Ah, so try, try again, Tasty. Yeah, we should be, yeah. Did he text you any pictures? <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah Did he text you any pictures of his own boobs? <laughs> uh, only the ones I put on the internet. Perfect. Jill, when's your birthday? Uh, end of April. Uh, okay, never mind. You, you won't be too old for him. <laughs> oh, honey. He didn't name me Jill the Thrill for no reason. Oh, you gave the name, Tasty. I don't know that. boy. I like my. He tasty. did, and then I, we put it. My uh, my brew club put it on one of my shirts, just so that they know they could they could uh, recognize the body when they <laughs> scraped me up after the BN party. Right <laughs> after you were murdered by one of our creepy hosts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks of. for a great party. It's the best. That BN party is the best party you'll never remember. Right. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thanks for the call, Joe. You're fun. Cheers. Thanks again, guys. Love you. Love you. There you go, Jill. The thrill, ladies and gentlemen. Tasty. Good job. Living up to your name, my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all mostly true. That's what's sad about that. <laughs> Right. <laughs> He's going to his phone and deleting the history right now. Sending <laughs> a text. Where'd it go, big mouth? Yeah. The uh, phone just flew across Martinez. A Jill the Thrill delete. <laughs> <laughs> Until GABF, that is. <laughs> that is oh, wait, a gr- wait. It's coming up. It is a great pickup line. 
can we just go somewhere that I can touch your boobs then? What a good answer. That's like a first and second base well, rundown. Yeah, cold like, was, yeah, her having a cold wasn't like a showstopper. No, yeah. exactly. But for most of us, it is. We're like, like oh, oh yeah, you know, we get yeah. shot down. It tastes like, I, that's right, fine. Right. <laughs> I didn't really want to make out anyway. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> oh, you have a cold one. Yeah. Just go ahead and go down. I mean, yeah, I mean, making out was sort of a means to the boob anyway. So, you know. <laughs> I should tell you what she told me. Yeah, you should. Well, she called uh, you uh, out. Call her night? out. Yeah. Night, I'll tell you when we go off the air. What? She just called you out on air, Tasty. Wow. This, this... I think she would be satisfied if you did the same. No, oh, I, I can't. no there's still a chance of GABF. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be a GABF, so yeah. Uh, you sure? I'll give you one last chance. No, I can't. Uh, can you give us a hint? How dirty was it? It's dirty enough. Okay. Yeah. Good job, Tasty. So Tasty made a uh, move that made him look like he was drinking a pint with no pint in his hand. <laughs> Roger Davis did that, not me. Hey, I didn't. Do, why are you blaming me? I, I'm just saying. How I'm, do I change my voice? I'm free. <laughs> right. I'm free and clear. All right. I think we're done. Yeah. Twitter uh, game. Twitter game. All right. Let's find out who our Twitter game winner was. Uh, Twitter game tonight was named Justin's racehorse. Yes, that's true. Uh, what do we have? Uh, Blobbergup says uh, the racehorse would be called win or become glue, you piece of shit horse. That's pretty good. I'd be angry like that. Yeah. Uh, Joe Schmo wrote uh, Demo. Good. Blake Russell says friend request. <laughs> I like it. I don't know why, but I like it. Uh, Matthew McGee writes, it's easier to see down Bevo's shirt from up here. <laughs> That's a good name. Let's see. Now, oh, she's wearing a tight shirt today that you can't see down. What a bitch. Uh, Ian Hay writes, hop along Crossley. <laughs> uh, and then Thomas Johnson says, "Not your bro." His last name is Johnson. <laughs> uh, well, I like "Not your bro," and I'll turn you into glue. Those are both things I I would probably say. So at least they're accurate, if not hilarious. Okay. Uh, but if anybody else wants to vote on one, that's that's fine too. Anybody? Anybody? Okay. Nope. So those are our two. Uh, raise your hand if it's uh, what's it? The glue one? Yep. Win or become glue, you piece of shit horse. One hand, and if it's uh, not your not bro, your bro, that's everybody else. That's our Twitter game winner for tonight. Send JP an email, JP at thebrewingnetwork.com. He will send you a prize uh, quickly, I'm sure it'll happen. I always send it quickly. They go out very fast. Yeah. Fastly. Of course they do. Uh, all right. Mosky, are we done here? Barica. Good. Next week, Brendan Moylan uh, from Moylan's. You know, uh, all our years in the Bay Area, we've never had somebody from Moylan's on the program. Uh, Denise was their brewer for a long time, and she's a friend, too, but uh, she, our schedule's never worked out. Um, but we're having Brendan Moylan, the owner of Moylan's Brewery, on the show uh, next week. It's a Monday show, and uh, I'm excited about that because there's not many people left in the Bay we haven't talked to. Yeah, he's a fun guy, and you'll hear how I uh, totally embarrassed myself in front of him uh, by assuming he wasn't who he said he was even better all right so we'll do that next week uh plus we'll uh now keep you up to date on the brewcaster challenge we'll find out if the guys brew over the weekend and uh that whole thing is rolling let's get out of here jp take it yeah i'll take it Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Social commentary that doesn't matter at all, follow it at Major Jip. Scott is there as well, and there being on Twitter. If he's not counting his money, by candlelight. Follow him at Moscow Paints. For some good beer insight and homebrew information, follow Nathan Smith at Nathan Homebrew and Mike McDowell at Tasty McD. 
production director on the session has been Push Eject. Tonight's show has been produced by Scott Moskowitz. The butt of all jokes has been JP. Your call screener and hood rat has been Bevo. And your host, as always, was Justin Crossley. Be sure to find the Burry Network on Facebook and Twitter. 